0: Welcome back to the Roll Blob podcast presented by the Broken Anchor with Andy and Cap. I'm Cap. He's Andy. Andy, how we feeling? Horny. Horny. <laughs> Breaking. Horniness is back.
1: I, this is the moment we've all been waiting for. If you're listening to this right now, you are able to watch college basketball Today.
0: Today. today. Zero wake-ups until college basketball, Andy. It's Blackout Wednesday. It's just a good day, man. Uh, hopefully you're off. Andy and I are not, unfortunately. Um, but best believe, Andy, at our at-home offices, there will be TVs popping off all day long.
1: I have my laptop ready. <laughs> I have Fox Sports Go on the on the regular. It's on the availability list. I don't know what the fuck I just said, but it's going to be ready.
0: <laughs> Efficiency sell, sell stock now, Andy. <laughs> Sell all your efficiency stock. Nothing's getting done. Uh, kind of like how March Madness is the least efficient work week of the year. Uh, the first week. This is going to be a very, very efficient day. I
1: am going to disconnect so many calls tomorrow.
0: It's going to be a rough I, day.
1: I can already hear it now. Thank you for calling ray This is Andy Hogan.
0: Fuck, what are you doing, Jason Carter? Well, thanks for diming us out. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, UConn. You <laughs> so Andy but what we did is we have a college basketball preview podcast our boy Sean uh, writer for making the madness came on awesome dude by the way really really cool Um, better than I expected Uh, he was an upset which you love to see upset city baby Um, came on we talked college basketball anything and everything under the sun he's a west coast guy we talked about Mick Cronin anything from Mick Cronin uh to xavier versus bradley uh got covered uh, he's an anti-waiver as well but other than that andy we're essentially going to be horny the entire time um i'm going to try and keep it in our pants here uh we're also going to talk waiver stupidity uh i don't want to talk about it that much because it's dumb but we're gonna talk about it a little bit um we're gonna talk about uh, the bengals ruining um goats uh the bcs rankings just came out but it's college basketball season andy get us hyped Andy, we're going to, as we do here on the blob podcast, skip the salad, skip the bread, get right to the steak and potatoes here, get into our interview with our boy Sean from uh, Making the Madness, uh, because, Andy, we're horny. And why are we horny?
1: Because college basketball is back, and it's just it's us. College. We're always horny.
0: Abstinence had a good run, Andy. Abstinence might have gone all the way to the Elite Eight, but they're not chopping the, They're not cutting the nets down, Andy.
1: No, you know what? Like, my erection is cutting that net down. <laughs>
0: Love to see it, Andy. We are horny. Horniness is back. H-Bets in full swing. We're seeing seeing game day graphics, all kinds of fun stuff. Uh, Matchups. I can't wait, Andy. We're hype. So we had our boy, Sean, who knows everything about everything about college basketball. Andy, we're college basketball fans. When we talk to people like Bobby Riggs or our boy, Sean, here, I don't feel like a college basketball fan. Like, these dudes. No. I mean, he's just cranking out, like, six names for, like, Monmouth. I'm like, good God. <laughs> dude knows his shit.
1: I mean, it's pretty obvious, like, we're pretty one-dimensional one um, as far as, like, the programs we're close to and the programs we know about. No question. This dude yeah. know about everything. He threw out, like, people from UC Irvine.
2: Right. Like, and I forgot be, like,
1: Irvine off- was in California. Yeah
0: it would be stuff he didn't even have, like, prepared. Like, there was teams, like, he had, like, looked into or whatever before, like, the podcast or whatever. It, we were, like, surprising him with certain, like, teams. And he would just crank out, like, all these names and shit. And I was like, holy fuck. That's impressive. I always have respect, Andy, for people that can know that much about college sports with how many teams there are. With uh, it's the one thing to know.
1: 160 teams teams. And... Yeah. It's
0: one thing to know all the in and outs of, an NBA, of the NBA or whatever with 30 teams to follow. But – with When you have 350 D1 teams and you know that many, that's pretty fucking impressive.
1: Across the whole nation, too. It's not like you're stuck with one region, one area.
0: Right. Uh, like he, yeah, dude's a beast. We dude's went from the Big
1: Ten to the Mountain West to the uh,
0: <laughs> Drew Timmy. <laughs>
1: whatever conference Gonzaga's in.
2: Big Drew West Timmy
0: <laughs> But, Andy, I say we get to it. So, without further ado, here's our boy, Sean. Roll Blob Pod listeners, what is up? College basketball is back, per source. We got our boy Sean02MTM on Twitter, uh, writer from Making the Madness. Sean, what's good?
3: Uh, it's, you know, how's it going with you guys? Thanks for having me.
0: <laughs> It'll be a lot better when you talk about Drew Timmy for me.
3: I mean, yeah, it's going to happen. He's the best player in college basketball. He's yeah. the one national player of the year. We've just never seen anything like him before.
0: I think that's what we all know. I mean, we all know yeah. that to be true. It's just that yeah. you know, you see it 3 hours before we do, you know. You, I mean, we're yeah. we're in bed when Drew Timmy's doing that work.
3: Yeah, it must suck being a East Coaster and having to not and not being able to see Pac-12 games. I mean, I love watching some Pac-12 hoops late night Bill Walton. It's the best. <laughs> Brag about it. Yeah, I don't know
1: so, how I survive without seeing you know, like Colorado State
0: Andy, uh, you love watching Bill Walton. To wow. <laughs> I'm just talking about
1: a West Coast team. They're, they're Mountain West.
0: Andy, they're if you're not about man. Bill Walton in a tie-dye T-shirt eating a lit cupcake, then I'm not here for you. That okay. was the best moment of all time. Was literally, that the best thing that's ever happened. Here. He's 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 more than a, he's like more than a man, but less than a god. He's definitely hey, he's like a national treasure,
2: me, without
0: yeah. question. Yeah. So we actually just got breaking news. Like while we're recording this, literally like three minutes ago, um, that three Xavier players had had close. Um, close interactions with people with COVID and are being quarantined. Sean, can you tell us who they are? And is it Paul Scruggs, Zach Fremantle, and Kiki Tandy? Please say no. it.
3: I mean, it might be. I don't know. I mean, I'll have to wait for my sources. They haven't okay. uh, said right. anything yet. But as soon as – I mean, they're going to lose to Bradley regardless. But <laughs> if those three are out, it'll be a tough draw.
0: Bradley fans are pretty freaking confident. I got to respect it.
3: I didn't even know Bradley had fans, but
0: hey. They, they must be on the up and up, man. This this guy was yeah. in my my mentions last yesterday about them kicking the shit out of us, so uh, wow. we'll see. That's, that's yeah. confident. Yeah, I mean, Bra- but, powerhouse Bradley basketball.
3: They have done something that Xavier hasn't. Bradley's won two straight Missouri Valley Conference titles. Xavier's never done that. So,
1: you know, that is a that is a solid point. Like <laughs> yeah. they are a Missouri Valley powerhouse. We have never exactly. been on that level.
3: Yeah, exactly. Just
0: the things you don't think about, and that's one of them. I know. No question. Clearly they've got that over us. Um yeah. no question. All right, my man. So how much sleep are you gonna get this week and how much college basketball are you gonna be watching?
3: Uh well so I work my uh day job like four four days this week, but I, I'm at my I have a computer that I could just watch hoops on the whole time. So <laughs> nice. uh probably not a ton of sleep. Like I work at uh, six AM tomorrow, so I'll be watching Oof abilene christian against east tennessee state at 8 a.m my time so way you go yeah so i mean it's gonna be pretty lit and you're lucky to be on the west coast man like there's nothing like just waking up in sports being on exactly like man, waking up on nfl sundays <laughs> 10 a.m turn on best. football i don't even have to wait till like one o'clock like you uh uncultured people have to
0: hey i lived out in san diego for two years man so I, easy i've never easy. lived in san diego so I yeah, have that. lost my culture since then, but I was once a cultured person. Yeah.
1: See, like I, I completely understand the the fascination of being on the West Coast during a college sports day, which is obviously the most important one. You wake mm-hmm. up, nine a.m. Yeah. there's college there football. are games on.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Um NFL, it's a little less because I mean your day is over at eight o'clock. Like then then, then you it's have nothing. So nice.
3: Yeah.
0: Honestly, I like it like that, Andy. I don't like watching a game until 1130 when I got work in the morning, See, to be honest I, with you.
1: I would rather be like in the central time, time zone. Like it's, it's yeah, like they got it made. Over like 11. Like they, they got
0: it made yeah. on people NFL day. People sleep on Hawaii kegs and eggs football at 6 in the morning. Just saying. People sleep. Okay, my boy. What are we watching tomorrow other than Abilene Christian, which obviously every, the whole world's going to be watching. Oh um, hey, what Abilene <laughs>
3: Christians uh has a guy that's six five two sixty. So stay tuned. My man
0: knows his shit. <laughs> yeah. right, he so knows weights what- and
3: heights, but not names. <laughs>
0: what uh, games-
3: it's uh Arian Simmons.
0: Okay. Damn. All right. Damn. Yeah, deal with it, Andy. What things yeah. pop off the schedule to you over the next couple of days?
3: Uh tomorrow, uh, let me just look through the schedule here. I'm uh Memphis St. Mary's, that's a big one. I like Memphis uh that's actually a lot pretty good this game. year. Yeah, Memphis, really good. Lester Quinones, uh, AAC player of the year, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Very good player there. And he wears super that? short shorts, yeah. Uh, let's Love see. short shorts. Yeah. Uh, Team short shorts or no? Oh uh, Yeah, let's go with yeah. Okay. Appreciate
1: yeah. the Anti-baggy.
3: Yeah. UC <laughs> Irvine, Pepperdine, that's a good mid-major matchup. Colby Ross, the only player in the country last season to have over 20 points a game and set over seven assists. For Pepperdine, he should be pretty good. Arizona State, Rhode Island has Remy Martin. The He's a yeah. preseason All-American. And then two five-star freshmen, Josh Christopher and Marcus Bagley. Colorado State, Cal should be a
0: fun one. Uh, Does anyone at Arizona State cut their hair? Huh? Does anyone at Arizona State cut their hair or no? Is that just like a I team mean, rule, like we don't get haircuts? It doesn't seem like. They all have pretty long hair.
3: So, yeah. Okay. I was just making I didn't know if you knew. You're an insider. Yeah. Uh, you know, sources tell me. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. Appreciate that. Uh, Colorado State, Cal. Colorado State scores a lot of points and doesn't play defense. So that should be a fun (laughs) one. Uh, Love it. Creighton Way. Ohio, Chicago (laughs) State. Chicago State sucks and they'll probably lose by 40. So if the state team get destroyed, there you go. (laughs) Um, All right.
1: Here's the best Chicago you're talking about.
3: Yeah, uh, but my biggest of the week is probably Richmond-Kentucky on Sunday. Aaron Gonzaga cool. on uh, Thursday, but Richmond against Kentucky. No Keon Brooks for Kentucky. I think Richmond wins.
2: Oh,
0: take of the hot variety.
3: I've been Love saying it. that for like four months, and now that Keon Brooks is out, it makes it look even more possible. The Rich,
1: water is what? boiling. The pot is stirring. I cannot wait for Kentucky fans to hear that.
3: Oh, yeah, there's almost oh, a fire in my house. That's how hot that
0: take is. <laughs> yeah, I freaking love it, bro. Okay, so College hoop starts tomorrow. I don't know about you. The last, like, month, my just excitement level has been extending by, you know, by a little every single day, and now oh, I'm just yeah. losing my mind. What yeah. storylines are getting you hyped, man? Uh, and is it just being basketball played? What is it?
3: Uh, basketball being played, seeing all the people who were advocating for it to get canceled looking stupid. That's one of them. Uh, because oh, imagine,
1: imagine who, who that could have been. <laughs>
3: Was, were one of you guys one of those people? He was
1: telling me for months that we're not getting a season.
0: Okay, oh, but this God. was like three months ago yeah. when when COVID was terrible and there COVID, was no play- COVID's like now. the worst it is now. Still it, being is, it is, but people just stop giving a fuck.
3: Yeah, I mean, you gotta, like, I mean, as long as the athletes are want to play and are being safe, which seems like it's happening, even though some teams get it, it's inevitable it's gonna happen. Yeah. There's gonna be shutdowns all season. But at the end of the day, as long as we get through like they have in college football, it's all good. Just yeah, gotta 100%. Make it
1: through, make it through yeah. this puddle of muck.
3: It's not going to be pretty, but it'll uh, hopefully happen. So,
0: Yeah, 100%. Uh, you look around the landscape of college basketball right now, who do you think's being overvalued and who do you think is being undervalued?
3: Ooh, overvalued, that's a good question. Iowa, definitely. There's no reason Oh are yes. top five team in the country. Thank you. Uh, there's probably, like, middle school teams that play tougher defense in them. I mean, not not a good defensive team at all. They'll score a lot of points, but they're not going to stop anybody. And uh, underlooked, I mean, I'll say Gonzaga, honestly, even though they're the number one team, there was people that didn't have them at number one. That's ridiculous to me. Hmm. Yeah. What about Do Bradley? Lo- are, they
0: over, are they undervalued?
3: <laughs> right. I He's mean, th- they'll beat Xavier. Like, I honestly <laughs> think they might. So.
0: All right, take right now. Is Xavier going to lose to Bradley? Yeah. They will.
3: Oh, Elijah okay. Childs back for his senior season. He's really good. Ari Boya, seven footer that can block shots. Sean East coming in from UMass. Terry Nolan transferring in from uh, George Washington. Those are two solid guards. We're supposed to be J- scared by A-10, Jay Sean Henry.
0: The A10 does not scare us. I don't know if you know this or not. We ran training through the A10. Well, per sources. Well, uh, you know what?
3: Bradley's made more NCAA tournament appearances in the <laughs> last like. Year than Xavier's made in the last two, so <laughs> okay, okay. well. Ooh, fa- facts are facts. I, I,
1: yeah. I guess we can't we can't dodge that one, man. He was beautiful. Will, Sit Sean down, f- guys.
0: Friendly waiver, Sean. I bet you sixty nine cents that Xavier beats Bradley. All right, yeah, I'll take that. sixty nine cents. All yeah, right, nice. He's easy, easy, easy <laughs> nice. money. Hashtag nice. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I appreciate that, Andy. Yeah. Talk to my man's about the West Coast.
1: All right, best so yeah. Um, well, you're obviously um a West Coast guy.
0: Or am I? I don't know.
1: Based on what, what our, you told us, <laughs> that, that, you are my source on this. Yeah, sources <laughs> tell
3: me I am on the West Coast, yeah.
1: <laughs> when it's like literally like 3 p.m. where you are. It's from the future.
3: 4.14 to be uh, correct, but. It's is, this, cool.
0: is the sun out right now?
3: Uh, Yes, but barely because it goes down at like 4.35. Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> Not a good time. Not a good yeah, time. Yeah, no. <laughs>
1: Listen. Um, who out there is going to be a team that we should stay up for the Bill Walton games for?
0: So, Pac-12 only? Not,
1: not just the Pac-12. No, but
0: okay. I,
3: I,
1: Bill Walton calls not, all the games on the West Coast.
0: Not the Conference of Champions.
3: Oh, whoa! Oh, oh. They are the Conference <laughs> of Champions. I'll give they you a really few are. from the Conference of Champions. Arizona State, obviously. <laughs> UCLA and Oregon making that a very top-heavy conference. But there's some good teams in the middle, like Stanford, who I think might be a top-five defensive team in the country, getting a five-star recruit in Zaire Williams. Spencer Jones is back. Oscar De Silva, first-team All-Pac-12 guy is back. Bryce Wills, Dejon Davis. Stanford's one of my favorite teams to watch. And then uh, moving on to the Mountain West uh, – you know, Boise State, I don't know if they're technically west. I'm bad with geography, but they're in the Mountain West, so we can go yeah. with them. Uh, if you want to check out my Boise State uh, riding also, Mountain West Wire started there last so Check that out too. Boise State, mostly stuff there for me, but a uh, little uh, plug right there. But Love
0: the shameless plug. Love
3: it. Yeah, got to do it. San Diego right. State. You know, losing Malachi Flynn, Yanni Wetzel. Let's see how they do this season. They should still be pretty good. Colorado State, again, plays a lot of offense, plays no defense. They should be fun to watch. UC Irvine, they're a good team to watch in the Big West. Pretty much the only team to really watch in that conference. UC Riverside's okay. Ooh. But, uh, yeah, the Big West is kind of a disaster. But uh, let, me, let me think here. The Not large West. Yeah, not, not big at all. They're terrible.
2: Oof. Happy-sized West.
0: West.
3: <laughs> and maybe uh nevada should be pretty good too and their fans are pretty ruthless so let's go with them too in the mountain west well speaking, Andy. Of,
1: speaking of nevada are you in on steve, steve alford
3: uh i think at this level he's a good coach i don't think yeah. he was at ucla i think he was a bit in over his head there so but i think at this UCLA, level
0: yes good we have we've had quite a history with a certain uh mick cronin what do you oh, think about God. him at ucla is he the guy what are your thoughts in that in that situation
3: I mean, I think he's a fine head coach. I don't think he's like top twenty in the country. I feel mm-hmm. like, feel like. I mean, it depends. He's better than Steve Alford. I feel like, but he's not I great. Th- yeah, I feel like the way that coaching search went, like they wanted Jamie Dixon, <laughs> and then that didn't pan out for whatever reason. If they wanted, wanted everybody take- and their mother. Yeah, they, I mean, they might've offered me at some point. They just went, they went looking for everybody and they ended up with Mick Cronin like, that's fine. But I think it shows something that they interviewed like 30 guys and they had, they ended up settling for him. So I don't think they were even super confident. I think he's a good defensive head coach, but on offense, his teams are just usually pretty brutal. At times,
0: it's, it's going to be interesting because we saw him at UC and it's a different level of recruit that he was getting. Mm-hmm. Um, but even with like talented offensive players like Jacob Evans, Gary Clark, some of those guys, mm-hmm. the offense was still awful.
3: Yeah. It terrible. It, yeah. I mean, maybe just, I mean, everybody had rather live in California than
0: Ohio. So maybe that there's something to that. <laughs> uh, we'll see. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, That's how uh, take there, man. Ohio's undervalued. But also, too, man, it's just going to be interesting out there with uh, also, too, Sean Miller hates him. Sean Miller was at Xavier when Mick was at UC. They didn't like each mm-hmm. other. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to those. If you get Bill Walton on the call with Arizona versus UCLA, Mick versus Sean,
3: I'll stay up for that one. I would rather well, let's see how much David longer Sean Miller is going to be there. I mean, this also, could be his last season. Also, like, he's point.
1: he's a he's a ticking time bomb right now.
3: Yeah, not he's, even just the FBI <laughs> stuff. They've disappointed so much recently. Yeah, and you combine those, and it's not good. He's definitely no. somewhere sweating through a
0: gray shirt as we speak. Bad news. Oh yeah, that's my uh, Twitter header. So. <laughs> of course dude that was a wild time he was a Xavier coach for six seven eight years and that was mm-hmm. wild not yeah. he didn't get enough eyes when he was at X on that um Andy do you want to talk conference realignment
1: yeah. yes um so <laughs> the, the Pac-12 I mean you mentioned that they have some pretty good middle of the pack teams but overall they're not a good
3: conference mm. Debatable. Six bid conference this year.
0: Ooh, six big
1: six bid conference.
3: You can come wow. back to this podcast, and I will be right, and then I can do wow. my victory lap. Okay, and we're good. okay.
1: Actually, yes. Um, that that Let's leads go. into my question: What teams from the West are being added to make them a six bid conference?
3: <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea when they'll do realignment. Uh, sources have yet to tell me that. In okay. uh, your mind, like
1: gonna... what teams could improve that conference?
3: I mean, Gonzaga. But obviously, okay. That's I mean, besides Gonzaga though, like Nevada, maybe San Diego State.
0: That's probably it though. If you were like serious about it, people ask us on the Big East all the time. Like add Dayton, like add whoever. If you were seriously, if you were the if you were the Pac twelve, like would you seriously want to add anyone or no? Other than Gonzaga, because that's obvious.
3: I mean, yeah, you want to add Gonzaga. So if you add Gonzaga, you have to add someone else, probably right? So I don't know. It's tough because like BYU, I guess. But it's weird because Gonzaga doesn't play football, so it'd have to be less right. play football, and BYU's an independent in football. So Do you know
0: – I'm interested in this, too. Do you know – like, you're, you're a West Coast guy, so you're probably more in touch with this than I am. Has Gonzaga expressed interest in changing conferences, or are they, like, cool where they're at?
3: I don't think they have, no. Okay.
0: That's yeah, yeah. just kind of interesting because I think yeah. some – I think, honestly, they're in a great spot. I yeah, mean, I like, think they are too. I mean, they national play-
1: respect and they can beat up on everybody.
0: For right? A yeah. Do they, they play a the toughest ton-
3: non-conference every year, and then they just destroy, destroy the West Coast Conference every year?
0: They should make the tournament until like three thousand and fifty. Like, yeah. they're just in the best position of all time. Like, I wonder if like they're even interested in changing positions. Like, it's an interesting topic if they would even be benefiting that much personally.
3: Like, because right. they make like they're a mid-major program technically but they don't make mid-major money like no. they make really good money yeah. they're run like a high major without question. yeah they're a high major program in a mid-major conference like that's exactly I re- what i keep saying yeah i refuse to call them a mid-major team because they're like that's really not stupid no, yeah, they're th- just in a
1: mid-major be, yeah. that's that's yeah. what it is i think of i think of like majors mid-majors as conferences um yeah. not necessarily um programs but yeah it's fair yeah. it's a they're a, they're a top they're an elite program, high major program in a mid major conference.
3: Yeah, and people like, always like to say how they disappoint, but they never really do. People they always they're always in the mix for the second weekend every single season it seems like. Right. They went but, to the national
0: championship like 3 years ago.
3: Exactly. Like there's one champion every year. So if you're going to use that as your quantifier, then every team except for the national champion disappoints.
0: Yeah that's it's dumb.
1: that's what I don't get about a lot of people. Um like they call a sweet 16 a bad season. That's a
0: good season. You're one of the yeah. 16 <laughs> Yeah. you amazing. Country. It's
3: farther than like <laughs> 340 other teams.
0: Yeah. You're in like that you're in like the 98th percentile already. Like, like you don't just, understand how
1: hard it is to make a final 4. Like
0: a final yeah, 4 is elite. Yeah. Actually, eight is elite, Andy. Uh, Jesus Christ. Uh, Back to conference talk. I love you, Andy. I'm just kidding. Uh, Which conference battles uh, intrigue you the most as far as like, you know, let's say the Big Ten is a fight at the top or, you know, what what conference intrigues you as far as the battle in that league?
3: Like, what do you mean? Like the the way they'll beat up on each other?
0: Yeah. Like, you know how everyone's always trying to punch at Kansas in the Big 12. Like, which conference Um, conference battles are going to intrigue you this year?
3: I mean, I think the Big Ten's the deepest, so I guess I'll go with that. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. I have six or seven Big Ten teams in my top 25. I mean, at the top, you have Illinois, obviously, returning Iowa to Sumo and Kofi Coburn. Anybody that has Iowa 1-2 is uh, incorrect because they're not one Ooh. or two. I don't even have them third. I have Wisconsin, <laughs> number two, returning everybody except for Brevin Pritzel. Third, I have Michigan State. I don't feel comfortable with that, but I also don't think Iowa can stop anybody, so I have them fourth. And then you have a mix of Indiana, Rutgers, who should make the big dance this year, Michigan, Ohio State, who uh, has Seth Towns, but who knows if he's ever going to play. He's already not played in two years and still isn't clear to play right now. So you have them, Penn State, you know, they're a bad team, but they have Myron Jones who might average 20 a game. And then even the yeah. back end, like Northwestern, they're okay. Nebraska's not terrible. They get a lot of right talent coming in with Teddy Allen. A lot. There's Mayon a lot of Nebraska hype this year, I feel like. Yeah, a lot of people are higher on them than they should be, but they won't be as terrible as they were last
0: year. Nebraska and Rutgers are kind of in a similar boat. Like they're both just hyped this year because they're going to be like kind of good. Maybe Rutgers is actually going to be pretty good. but
3: Yeah, I think Rutgers will actually be good. Right, but they're both just like randomly like super hyped this year. I mean, Nebraska like, fans have nothing to cheer on because they suck at right.
0: football too. Exactly. One million But like, I'd
1: give them credit. Nebraska fans show up, whether it's football or basketball. They get that, that place football. hyped.
0: Mm-hmm. But what else do you do though? You know what I mean? Like, it's either that or corn, you know? I don't know.
3: <laughs> I mean, when's the last time Nebraska made the tournament? I'll have to look this up. It's been a while, I feel like.
1: Um, prior to, like, more recent than Army has. I'm willing to bet my life on that.
0: But not more recent than Bradley, that's for sure.
1: Not more recent than Bradley.
0: Definitely
3: no. not. Uh, so, they've made it seven times ever. Can you name the last time they made it?
0: I would say it's the nineteen fifty six.
3: I don't even uh, know. Uh, I'm gonna say like, 20, I'm gonna say, go ahead. 2014.
0: Okay, that's actually. Kind of surprising. That's but before that, split. it was
3: 1998.
0: Okay, uh, yeah, I would guess somewhere around there.
3: So once um, in my lifetime. <laughs> we got a young dude. Uh, yeah.
0: My man, what are the best conferences in college basketball? Uh,
3: the Big Ten, Big East is gonna be fun again, but I'm, you know, I don't think the Big East is gonna be as good as it was last year obviously, mm. but there is, you know, talent there. Villanova's maybe as their best team ever uh, with Jay Wright, at least. And then I you look it. at, I think UConn's going to be really good this year. Providence don't is like good. That. Creighton's good. <laughs> well, you don't like Providence?
1: That, um, we, we give UConn shit all the time.
3: Oh, yeah, I like. You... What's your reasoning for not liking UConn? We,
0: we, we love UConn fan base, but they're just fucking crazy. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure. Uh, Andre I think Jackson the in two
3: is a in the Big East. for them. Yeah, Andre Jackson. He's in. A, he's he's a one of the best athletes in this class. He's gonna be phenomenal. He's a monster.
0: Um, yeah. Do you have any any deeper thoughts on the Big East? Because that's our our league. Honestly, this is us just us being selfish. Yeah. What do you think about no, the Big East and how it. that'll uh, play out this year?
3: I mean, I have it right now ranked like Villanova one, obviously Creighton two. So it's the like it's Villanova, then like a decent size gap, then right, Creighton. And then you're taking like a pretty large uh, gap there between Providence, yep. who I probably have next at three, Seton yep. Hall four, uh, Marquette five, maybe. I Whoa. Don't know it's tough with the Jose Perez waiver. That kind of clears things up for me. Yeah. I, I really like DJ Carton. He was really good at, at Ohio State last year. He's, he's a really in, good player. He's a he's really, really, really good player. Good people, I don't think know how good he is because he only played half the season last year, but he is right. really good.
0: He was like a five-star recruit,
3: right? Yeah, yeah. He was a top-end recruit. Or I forgot UConn in that mix. I'll have UConn third. I was so gonna Prov- say, okay, yeah, okay. That was yeah, my question. Yeah, okay. You, yeah, Providence fourth, uh, fifth. I'll have who did I say Seton Hall sixth, Seton Marquette Hall. seven. I will. I'll go with your boys. I'll go. All right, uh, fuck I'll, yeah. I'll, if you <laughs>
0: put Butler in front of us, I was gonna. Ooh, we we're gonna uh, have beef. No,
3: Saint John's eight, nine. Okay, I'll, uh, I'll go with uh, Butler ten de paul i think I let's DePaul. go
0: not the paul and last my man yeah
3: and georgetown last year I georgetown sucks
0: i would pretty much agree with that across the board for the most part yeah I georgetown really,
3: is a bad basketball team i might about.
0: slide butler over st john's if you put st john's over butler i might change those two but i don't butler, think butler just
3: has, has, has no shooting Yeah, but like no. jair Bolden coming in from south carolina he's the only guy that's going to shoot over thirty percent for this team, I would. The bet. only I thing
0: I I hate that roster. Like, I look at their roster and I'm like, woof. But they yeah, all. But, but Laval Jordan's like, like a great coach. Yeah, yeah, I feel like that every year. I look at that roster, I'm like, oh my god, they have nothing. And then they end up being like, okay, you know, yeah. That's the only reason because yeah, I think I would St. Take, John's actually has some dudes.
3: Yeah, I would take Laval Jordan as like a top twenty coach in college basketball right now. Like the what he's been able to do with some of the rosters he's had is pretty incredible. Like last year, even yeah. that team shouldn't have been near as good as they were.
0: No, definitely not.
3: Yeah, definitely not. Yeah, he's been
0: he's been interesting as far as on court, but they're just not bringing yeah. in a ton of talent. No,
3: yeah, recruiting wise, it hasn't been great. But he's a phenomenal on court coach. If you put him in a better like location, I don't know if Indianapolis right. or whatever is necessarily a bad location, but put him on the West Coast somewhere, and I think he could recruit at a high level.
0: Yeah, it's taken a step down since Holtman left. I mean, Holtman was bringing yeah. in like solid players, but it has taken mm-hmm. a step down recruiting wise. But he can he can yeah. coach. He can mm-hmm. definitely coach, and he's still young. He's still he's still yeah. new there. Very All right, good. so. Every single year in March, you see it, there's legends that are born, whether it be Steph Curry on his run, CJ McCollum beating Duke, um, Mm -hmm. whoever the case, RJ, 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 what's his name? RJ Hunter. From Georgia State, RJ Hunter, sorry, um, AKA What's His Nuts. Um, Who are some players that no one knows right now that have a chance to be like that March legend?
3: All right, that's a good question. Uh I like Terry Taylor a lot from Austin P. He's not like a shooter, but I call him the mid-major Zion. He's like 6'5", <laughs> 230. He plays a 2 through the 5 and he had like 23 a game and 11 rebounds for Austin P last year. I love it. Let's go yeah, P. Yeah, Tevin Brown from uh, Murray State, that might be a name that people know because he was on that John Morant team. Oh, yeah. He, he uh, might be a first-round pick next year. He had, you know, obviously Austin P and uh, Murray State are in the same conference, so not both teams will make it. But Tevin Brown, if they make it, he'll shoot a lot of threes and make a lot of them because he's really good. And then I guess, you know, Loyola Chicago again, Cameron Krutwig, he was on that Final Four team, but he wasn't the main piece. He was just a freshman, and now he's back again is what feels like his 10th season but it's only his fourth but he'll finish it out this season just a big guy that doesn't look like he plays basketball but he does and then a- a.j green from northern iowa 28 game last year is in a huh <laughs> who did a.j green yeah yeah oh yeah yeah he screwed me in fantasy last year by not playing a single game but yeah. it happens a.j green oh god a.j green northern iowa uh, former top 100 recruit, and I think his dad's an assistant coach, so that's part of okay, why cool. he went there. Yeah.
0: Right, those—that's a good list of names, man. I appreciate that. And, yeah, and when we get you, when we get you. to March, we're gonna play that back, and you're gonna be a legend. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Andy, you bitch to my man real quick.
3: All right. So, <laughs> oh, is this Wait, Ben Stanley related?
0: How do you dude, know? How do you know? You're you good. You're
2: good.
0: Yeah.
3: Alright, what, what am I gonna what am I gonna ask? What's my question? Uh <laughs> why is the NCAA fraudulent and why didn't they give Ben Stanley a waiver? So All I'm right, you answer. nailed it. Answer that. Okay. Uh because the NCAA's fraudulent don't know what they're doing? Okay.
0: That's uh, I think hey, I think that's the question. I think the real here.
3: answer the real answer I think is though, uh, usually when and i'm not saying this i don't know the hampton staff at all i haven't spoken to any of their coaches before but usually when waivers get denied it's usually that the other team that they're leaving doesn't sign off on it
1: yeah and, um that was the case that's that's pretty much i don't know yeah. if it's necessarily the fact that hampton blocked it yeah. um they just didn't do anything at all to help him
3: to help it yeah, yeah. like so they your fans will. don't yeah, Xavier fans don't go threatening Hampton coaches. They don't have to do it, but Too late. Too late. No, usually, oh yeah, they've already that. done that. <laughs> it's been, well, it's been um, pretty it was really crazy. funny.
1: A, a Hampton assistant coach was uh, like tweeted a picture of the head coach. Like this guy's always out there to do what's best for his um, players and always help, always willing to help his kids out. And like I call it bullshit.
0: <laughs> so I mean that's just that is common practice though. I mean Damir Bishop just re, uh, just transferred last year from Xavier to St. Joe's. Xavier mm-hmm. couldn't have been any more compliant. I mean they went out of their way yeah. to help help especially with that process. Th-
3: yeah especially this year. I feel like there's no reason not to if the, th- but the NCAA should just step in and be like everybody gets right. a waiver. Like there is no re- I get COVID happened, but there is no reason to delay that vote or whatever. it just seems laziness on their part. I don't know why they want to be in the waiver business. It's not a business I'd
0: want to be in. Oh, absolutely not. Especially this year, all years. Yeah. I mean, especially when they're passing out eligibility for an entire season, like why yeah, not exactly. let kids... Yeah. It makes no sense to me at like, all. And it, it... it makes sense
3: because if somebody gets, if somebody gets a uh, COVID and like half right. the team gets COVID, you have more guys
0: to play. So less games get canceled. Exactly. You would, you would think numbers would be in the right. And it's just dumb to me. I mean, the reason that it got kicked back from the NCAA was that it wasn't unique enough. I'm like, What's not unique enough about... That he has a learning disability? Like, yeah, he has a learn, Like, during a first-of-a-century... Like, 1st a first like, yeah. first in a century pandemic, like, I, I don't fucking know. Whatever. Yeah, it's that's ridiculous. It
3: yeah, The NCAA is a disaster. It's a it's mess. <laughs> <laughs> and then you have Rick Pitino, who they just let back, make trying to make stupid ideas. Like, hey, let's start <laughs> the season in March. Like, no, let's not do that. <laughs> yeah, go back to you. <laughs> I need
1: basketball now. Yeah, I don't know what they like, do in Greece, but I want it now.
3: Yeah, like, why would we start in March? That's the idea... That- like i've heard ideas that kind of make sense i don't agree with that just doesn't make sense
0: that's just out there yeah that's start the season old. in
3: march so you're gonna play the season for two months like the season would get destroyed so fast
0: yeah that's a, he's a nightmare yeah he's an idiot <laughs> <laughs> fucking vampire he's oh, the yeah. absolute worst <laughs> yeah i can't stand that guy no, not a fan. Spots. No. <laughs> so let's talk about maybe some uh, undervalued teams again. Like there it seems to be a team every single season that's like somewhere in that like 40 to 60 range uh, that mm-hmm. ends up being like a bona fide top 20, top 15 type of team. Anyone you see that you like love that's like being super undervalued like that?
3: In the preseason ranked like 40 to 60?
0: Yeah, a team that like no one's talking about for, for okay. top 25s. Yeah, I have two. I'll go with
3: Western Kentucky first. I have them ranked 25th on my top 25. There's a lot to like with Western Kentucky. Returning Charles Bassey, mm-hmm. former top 10 recruit, tore his ACL last year so that he missed, like, almost every game. Tavion yeah. Hollingsworth, one of the top scorers in Western Kentucky mm-hmm. history.
0: Dude's a beast.
3: Yeah, he's very good. Kenny Cooper, Jordan Rawls, uh, manning the one spot. Luke Frampton, a sharp shooter coming in from Davidson. There's a lot to like with him. Kevin Osawe, Juco product, coming in really good rebounder, solid defender, can shoot a little bit. He'll be pretty good also. Carson Williams averaged double figures without Bassey last season. I believe there's five players or almost five players for Western Kentucky returning that average double figures last year.
4: Mm.
3: And then the other is uh, Richmond. Just the continuity of the team. They're, I believe they're the oldest team in college basketball. They lost Nick Sherrod, their best shooter, to an ACL injury. But they have Connor Crabtree from Tulane to replace him. I think he'll step in and play pretty good. But Jacob Gilliard, Shot nearly 50% from the field, 40% from three. Really good defender, was second in the country in steals. Really good passer, Grant Golden. Uh, plays in the middle, passes it like uh, Nikola Jokic. Really talented guy there. Not, doesn't play like him, like shooting-wise, because he can't shoot. But he's a brother of Bryce Golden, too. And then uh, <laughs> Nathan Ko down low also. Blake Francis averaged nearly, nearly 20 a game. This is Richmond's best team since the uh, 2011 Sweet
0: 16 appearance, and I think they can was- be really good. That was a good team. I remember that team. And if yeah. that kid can play point guard any, anywhere near as good as Jokic can, they're going to be pretty freaking good.
3: Yeah, I mean, they don't, they run a lot of offense through
0: them. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Andy. All right, now follow-up
1: question to that. Um
0: mm-hmm.
1: Who is the team that is in the preseason twenty top twenty five that
0: is not going to make the tournament?
3: Oh yeah, I just I was that you who asked that on Twitter. Someone asked that and I answered it.
0: <laughs> oh really? No, we we have no we had no idea of anything that you were talking about at
3: all. Um, by the way, I just had five hundred <laughs> followers and now I have four ninety nine. So uh, thanks to whoever unfollowed me for listening. Yeah,
0: <laughs> it was it was one of my burners. I'm sorry. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. It's all good. The answer is Ohio State, though. I just don't yes! think they're that good. Seth Towns. Who knows if he's ever going to play? Uh, I just don't like Ohio State very much this year.
0: Me neither or in general.
3: Yeah. Very good answer. Very yeah, it's good a answer.
0: Saying. Not a fan.
3: Yeah. Ohio, Ohio State, State football fans are the worst. Ohio State fuck guys, baby. There's a, right. there's a guy that follows me. He's an Ohio State and Duke fan. So, that does not
1: shock me at all.
0: And yeah. and Cowboys and Lakers probably. Uh, I feel yeah, bad for those Yankees guys. Guy. Big Yankees guy. God damn it. Fuck, they suck. Okay, so we, we pretty much oh, – I'm a Yankees fan. Are you, <laughs> you a Yankees? You can, you can root for one of them, I guess. Yeah, I'm, like,
3: a Yan- I'm a Yankees fan. That's the but, one of those I root for.
0: But you've seen the Twitter bio that's like, Cowboys, Lakers, oh, and yeah. Yankees fan. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. That would
3: be like, fuck you, dude. <laughs> Diehard Alabama football
1: fan, North Carolina basketball fan.
3: <laughs> yeah, fuck that guy. Yeah, those guys are the worst. That guy sucks.
1: And it'll be like uh, <laughs> Eastern Tennessee State grad.
0: Yeah. I want to see the guy that has the complete opposite of that. Like diehard Coastal Carolina, diehard die hard Bengals fans. fans. <laughs> yeah, just diehard of every shitty team. Um, so we've asked pretty much all of our serious questions. So now it's just mm-hmm. a free for all. All right. Who's yeah. your favorite college basketball player of all time?
3: Ooh, that's a good one. Uh, I will say probably Jimmer. Just get that's around when I started getting into college hoops, and he was just a blast to watch. Just a white guy that can shoot from anywhere. Didn't look like he should be playing basketball, and he just lit it up. <laughs> no, it didn't. Favorite March Madness run? Ooh, honestly, probably the Loyola Chicago Final Four run from a couple years ago. Just Yeah. yeah, that team was really good. Slept on a lot. They were, you know, ran through the Missouri Valley that season, and just all the buzzer beaters (laughs) they hit. Dante Ingram's buzzer beater against Miami, Clayton Custer's against Tennessee. Yeah, Marcus Townsend in that corner three against Nevada to put the game to put them up four. I mean, that team just looked destined to win it all, and unfortunately, they uh, fell at the end. But they were really good that year. Oh my God, that was awesome.
1: Who is your like? What villain do you love watching the most in college basketball? Like
3: current or ever? ever i'll say marshall henderson
1: he's the one <laughs> i was thinking of
3: <laughs> yeah, and everybody hates him but man he was fun to watch uh, he has he such a punchable face yeah oh yeah he was good yeah and he was uh doing all kinds of cocaine or whatever getting suspended <laughs> but hey it's all good that's why I was like that
0: <laughs> cocaine and basketball is a good mix don't sleep yeah on it. i play <laughs> way better on coke oh yeah yeah people forget that yeah <laughs> like,
1: I know a lot of people that they, they smoke they smoke a bowl before every game. Like, how do you like, – how do you play? Like, what okay,
0: you what are emotions? we doing? What
3: I mean, doing? Josh Gordon uh, said he was drunk and high before every NFL game he played.
0: In his prime, probably. Yeah. And he was putting yeah. up numbers. The yeah, up, season.
3: he was putting up numbers before getting suspended for, like, four <laughs> consecutive years.
0: That's fantastic. I've heard stories of, like, the NBA in the 80s. They'd just be, like, getting drunk at halftime. Oh, yeah. There was uh, no <laughs> like, rules back then. Shit was wild. Andy, you have any other stupid-ass questions? John, you can leave, by the way, whenever you want. You don't have to put up with this. No, no, I'm
3: good. No, I'm chilling. It's fun. You're you're a patient man. Appreciate it. I'll just wait. All
0: right, so why don't you just indulge us? What do you think about the Crosstown shootout, Xavier Cincinnati this year?
3: Who do I think will win? Yeah. I don't think you're going to like my answer. Damn it, Sean. Well,
0: you you yeah, talked sorry. about Higher State, I
3: mean, so be honest, but why do you think? I think that Zay, uh, Cincinnati oops, sorry, yeah, Cincinnati's pretty underrated. I just like a lot of what they have. Chris Vogt, seven footer, he's really good. Uh Rapoulos Ivanowski is coming in from Colgate, former Col- or former uh Patriot League player of the year. And then Keith Williams is kind of just your dirty work guy. He does it all. Keith can play. Yeah, Keith is a monster. He's the
4: only one that's going to be keeping them relevant this year. Keith Paul
3: Scrubs is going to be an interesting matchup. Yeah, Zach Harvey, former top 100 recruit, he didn't really do anything last year, but I think he's in he for a big year. Late, late in the year. Yeah, I think he's in for a really big year. I mean, Cumberland, like he was kind of addition by subtraction because he was really bad last year.
0: I've heard they really like their freshmen too, um, like Terry Eason and Mike Saunders mm-hmm. and those guys. So yeah, yeah. It's gonna be an interesting game. Yeah. I, I'm gonna be honest with you, I don't, I'm not, in, I'm not scared by their talent at all. Like I, there's been I years. Just, there's been, go ahead. No, go ahead. There's been years in the past, like where we had yeah. like Trey and JP, and um, mm-hmm. where we were really, really good, and they were still pretty good too. And I still thought our roster was better, um, but not significantly. I just think um, maybe from a talent perspective, I think we're way better. But I also think that you're right from like an on court perspective, we've underachieved like crazy for the last two years. Tell so. me on Xavier. What am I, What am I missing? Yeah, I mean, well, here's the thing. We're an unknown commodity at this point, which for us yeah. is a good thing because mm-hmm. the, what we knew from the last two years just was not working. I mean, you yeah. had two top 50 recruits in Najee Marshall and Paul Scruggs and then another two top 100 recruits uh, in Quentin Gooden and Tyreek Jones
2: who Tyreek were all
0: yeah. Tyreek was an absolute monster. Um, I think that Scruggs was fantastic last year, and Najee was was great. Up and down. Yeah. So ball dominant, and he didn't make the best decisions in the world. And Quentin Gooden was terrible too. That Q, helped nothing. Q was Q was kind of a, a, See, like, a nightmare. Q, that's exactly the opposite of what you need Q to do. You don't yeah, have he, Q be a right. go to score. He was in a like he was
3: bench at the end of the season, right?
0: Yep. Kiki oh, yeah. Kiki Tandy was getting minutes over yeah. him. Yeah. Dead. It was, it was rough, it, but it was tough cause he was a senior and he stuck it out yeah. and all that kind of stuff. So it was tough for the coaching staff because he you just, you know, Kiki was better. Um, yeah. But it, it was just tough, but uh, that roster he didn't work. Him and he, we just it, didn't have none it. of the shooters worked out. Like we had a bunch of shooters that like as freshmen we recruited, it just didn't work out in the program. So by the time all those dudes had gotten older, it was just a bunch of drivers and slashers and it, it just, the paint was clogged all year. Yeah. Um, Why does the,
3: Jason they, Carter play? I don't feel like he's good at anything.
1: So, Jason Carter, um, he had a horrible year last year. He was exactly
3: – He was
0: awful, yeah. Um, but what's wild, he torched us at is, Ohio.
1: Like, as a sophomore, he was just confident. destroyed us. That's the yeah. thing. He was confident. He confidence last play. He, no he mm-hmm. hasn't
3: shown it. Really good at Ohio. Terrible last year.
1: Awful. Yeah. He he just second-guessed everything he did. Now, we have seen an improvement through the offseason in that. Like, I was okay. at the, um, scrimmage, yeah. the second scrimmage, mm-hmm. and he was – um, even the shots that he was missing were stepped into real smooth okay. yeah. and they were right there. So, and he's got, he's gotten bigger, stronger, and tougher. Um, but we're real. I really need to see that on the court in live action. Mm-hmm.
3: Um, yeah. What about Fremantle? Is he bulked up? I like he's Fremantle a, a lot. He's a the stud.
0: consensus is that he's the best player on the team. And that's I, including pulse. I Scales. agree.
3: I think, yeah, I think Fremantle is a stud. I, he's a guy that I've talked up a lot. I like. For, I th- I think that you know he fits today's uh, basketball well. The ability to shoot, you know, he- he's your dirty work guy. Does it all, but I think
0: he could be a star in the Big East at some point. No question. I'm excited to see Kiki Tan to get let list too, man. That dude can absolutely mm-hmm. fill it up. And yeah. the only thing with him is he's been a liability on defense. I mean, what we're hearing yeah. out of practice is his defense is just not improved and he's undersized. He's crazy athletic. Um, but we're hearing rumors that Duane Odom is, is punching super hard uh, in that lineup. Uh, the, so the is freshman. Candy
3: not going to start or is Odom no, and I Candy starting together? Start.
2: We don't know anything for sure. We, we'll, we'll obviously
1: find out tomorrow.
3: Seems um, like they're really high or I mean, I mean, it depends who's on the team.
2: That's also very
3: true. (laughs) Yeah, depends if he has COVID or not. Yeah, that's
2: true. (laughs) My my uh... guess is.
3: Colby Jones, that's a guy that I've seen a lot Colby of hype about. Yeah, yeah, they
0: love Colby Jones. I, I'm predicting him to start right off the jump. And I think Nate Johnson's going to be a good transfer. But they, Yeah, Nate Johnson gonna, really good at Gardner. To start. Yeah. yeah, so it's going to be an interesting season. But like I said, it's, a, it's an unknown commodity, but I know the staff likes where they're, they're heading. I think we just want growth this year. I mean, no yeah. one's expecting us to set the world on fire, even us. But I think next year and the year after that, you have a chance to be pretty damn good again. Yeah,
3: no, what I about Conkle's think- waiver, though? I don't happened. think Conkle's playing this year. No, he, no, he's
1: not. He openly said he wanted to – um, sit out a year to bulk up and adjust to the Big East. Uh, they mm-hmm. just, once they gave everybody an extra year of eligibility anyway, they're just yeah. like, you know what?
3: They said, okay, why not? Let's, let's try. Let's go. <laughs> they Did not get denied the... or nothing's been said? Nothing's been
0: said. been said. But they been submitted the paperwork great. like literally like two weeks ago.
3: Yeah. Uh, yeah, accurate. because
0: like once they put out the stuff, it's like oh, it's a free year anyway. They're like, okay, we might yeah. as well fucking try it um, just yeah. to have the numbers. But I think mm-hmm. he, if he did play this year, I think he'd be like your third best guard, probably. Behind, I, uh, I think if it got
3: approved that he should play, honestly, even if he's not a good defender and not bulked up and all that, like I think depth never hurts, and he can really shoot. No, no yeah, he, he's absolutely
1: right. I don't think I yeah. just don't think they wanted to, um, waste a year of eligibility.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And,
1: right. or, and not waste, but use it. When he's not in Biggie shape just yet, according to him. Yeah. So I fine. do think
3: Stanley will play at some point this year, though. I have a feeling that'd be sick. Yeah, I do have a good feeling that they're. I mean, they they reapply. I'm assuming they are. You can apply twice. Yeah, I think. Uh, I think he'll win an appeal if there is one because that's yeah. happened already this year. David Sloan transferred from Kansas State to. Uh, etsu he got denied and like three days later he got accepted so
0: it's just such a weird process i don't understand the, the I mean like yeah. you said the waiver business yeah. i don't i like really Andrew don't it. It got a waiver today <laughs> all right he started yep. every game in his florida career like yep it's insane i don't i don't understand yeah. it and then yeah. i like the g-town dudes that had like sexual allegations they, their waivers yeah. were approved yeah i, yeah. I just don't, clung I, right. who I just, for who knows
3: what reason he's taking I every know. shot
0: it just makes literally no sense, but yeah, none. Uh, But it'll be fun, man. I can tell you we're excited. I just can't wait mm-hmm. to have basketball back and obviously just the, the, the newness of a new season. Yep. Andy, anything else?
1: Uh, I think uh, that's everything
0: I had. Sean, any other soap boxes you want to get on?
3: By all means, I, get on. A soap I box. mean, uh, Drew Timmy is the best player in college basketball. That's Bradley a, over Xavier. The, I mean, those are the
0: quick hitters. Bradley Xavier's will be Xavier. Shootout.
3: Yeah, I, I don't think Xavier's that good. Your fans might hate me, but I, there's a lot of Xavier fans listening. Follow me on Twitter, and I might change my opinion. So
0: We'll see. If we beat Bradley, I think that's a pretty good barometer. Yeah. Dude, we really appreciate you coming on, though, man. It was honestly really, really fun. You kind of never no know. No problem anytime. yeah. Yeah, well, we appreciate it. We'll have to come, have you back on here real soon after yeah. the Bradley game. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Go Zags. Yeah,
2: see ya. See ya, brother. See ya. Andy, that was a good one, man. I,
1: I I felt like such a student there. I was learning so much about teams that I completely forgot about. Because, I mean, we talk about the Big East, Big East, Big East, Big East, Big East, Xavier, a little sure. bit of trash talk, the AAC. But we don't know that much.
0: No, I, I can't lie to you, man. Like, I'm going to complete, be completely real. Like, I'm not in the off season. like, following, every, like, the wide world of college basketball. Like, I'm a diehard Xavier fan. Yeah, and like I God. love college basketball, but I don't really care who the breakout players from Michigan State are going to be this year, to be honest no. with you. Um, That's not my job. I don't care. I'm here for, Andy, three things. Xavier basketball. I also love the Big East. And then just, like, Trolling. sports funnies, bro. Yeah. Yeah, like, we just love funny shit in sports, man. you so, are here for basketball. Um, but I, I – but I do love college basketball, and now it's, like, coming. I'm like, okay, let's fucking go. Like, let's get prepared. Like, I actually want to know the names. I'm, I'm ready to get in midseason form here, Andy. So, that was great, dude. He knew something about everything.
1: For sure. And, like, that's that's why I love bringing on those types of people that are able to um, know much know a bunch about many sure. different conferences, many different teams, and you got know who's yeah. going to break out and who's going to uh, slip up this year. Me – I'm just here for Xavier. I, kn- I know the game of basketball. I know um, what's going on in, in, in the Xavier program. I know where, what's going on in the Big East for the most part. But that's all I care about. That is not what
0: everyone can know everything about home. everything. Not right. everyone can know everything about everything, so it's always good to call in a subject matter it, expert from time to time. It, we're uh, definitely he, not was great, dude. he was great, and then it's also, too, when you have a really good personality and, and someone that can joke and fuck around. So, yeah, he was shit-talking,
1: uh, too, and I love that.
0: Yeah, we would love to have him back sometime. That was great. Um, so Andy, not to shit on the parade here. Don't get me wrong. We're horny. We're hyped up. We got college basketball coming in hot. Oakland's going to get this work. Um, but, This is one of those but.
1: moments where you might have to like start, like you have a thought in your head and now you got to start like thinking up sexy thoughts to get going again.
0: We've all been there, Andy. Um, it, we've, we might be at half mass now. Um, so breaking we'll news, at least while we're recording this, uh, on on Tuesday night, um, there have been three Xavier players put in quarantine. Um, We't They have not released names. there's some speculation, um, but three players will miss the game, and, and they're in Jeopardy Andy for probably the crosstown shootout as well.
1: And, um, it really depends on how quickly they can test negative in, enough times. Um, I think or, or, or are they on is it automatic two-week quarantine?
0: Um, I'm almost – that's the guidance, Andy. The guidance is an automatic two-week quarantine. It's not required, which I think is dumb. There's not a system that is put in place that says, hey, if you have guys that, that, place po- that test positive, they have to do this. It's a, it's a, it's a recommendation. It's not a mandate, oh, which is They didn't stupid. test positive, though. They okay, you're right. Positive. You're right. They're quarantined. So, actually, yeah. I don't know with that. I know if they test positive, they get a full three weeks. The team gets a full two weeks. Um, yeah. At least that's the recommendation they've not tested positive. So that's actually a good point. And in my mind, I've just been thinking, okay, automatic two week quarantine. So you're right. That might not be the case.
1: And uh, they were just traced back to being close contact, which is why, um, I know, in I know in, uh, some sports, like if they test negative three times yeah. within a certain amount of right. certain period of time, then like over the course of three days or two days, sure. then they're good, which I think that's fair. i um. don't think it's fair to quarantine someone for two weeks if they possibly were around someone who may have had COVID.
0: Yeah, I don't, think it it's, I don't think it makes sense to force them to do that. Now, like you're right, let's say they they run negative these next three days. In my mind, they're good to go. Uh, I, I yeah, they were around so. somebody that had it. Um, but if, if they're running negative in three days, if they're not COVID positive, let the boys play. You know what I mean? Like that, they, they obviously didn't get it. Um, that makes no sense to me to do that. So I do think, Andy, they're probably missing this three-game stretch. I, the I the MTE, I don't see them
1: playing in. I don't, I don't see them think playing so, in either.
0: the MTE. Maybe in some scenario they play the third game against um against Toledo. So, yeah. um, but I, I think they're probably missing this three-game stretch. We don't know who it is, Andy. We I don't think we want to just speculate here. I think it's best not no, to speculate. We're not going to
1: throw out um, – like obviously people have been throwing out names. We've been mm-hmm. hearing things. We have ideas of who the worst-case scenario would be.
0: Um people think which, Leighton Strand is the is the guy. He's the culprit. Um, um, yep. Which which would make sense, but uh Andy we're, party, we're not going we're not going to speculate on that. So that was bad news Andy, but um could be a lot worse and um right. hopefully they're back to, back to playing in a few days. Um Which
1: um depending on who it is, um we could see something completely different tomorrow, which or mm-hmm. today, which Honestly, it's kind of intriguing. Obvi- it's, obviously, it's under horrible c- circumstances, but there's going to be some guys that get an opportunity. And that's something to be positive about. I'm always someone that likes to bring positivity to just about any conversation so, in any s- situation. So, you know what? Three next men up.
0: Cause... In the words of John Rothstein, stay positive, test negative.
1: There we go. Love that.
0: <laughs> John Rothstein. <laughs> that dude's out of day, dude. Tate, Frazier, and John Rothstein have had some days. They've been ready. Dude, Frazier and – oh, my God, dude. They Titus reckon. and Tate killed it on FS1 the other night. Um, have not seen enough good stuff uh, about them. Nothing but good stuff. That they're, dude, they're the best. I loved it. They are a thing. They're so freaking funny. Um, and, Andy, also, too, it, it's not just Xavier. I mean, Duke, Michigan State have both canceled games. Um, um, a lot of Satan programs Ron
1: Baylor just canceled one.
0: Yep. Baylor backed out of that MTE and that's, and that's huge because they're one of the biggest uh, programs in the country right now or one of the best teams in the country. Um, I think Rothstein said up to 88% right now are are still, you know, full strength, good to go. Um, But 12% is a lot, you know, Uh, there's been definitely a growth obviously, and that's going on in the country as well with the virus. So Xavier's not the only one. And if that's the worst they get, you know, for the, for the first few months, that's not bad at all. I and
1: mean, here's the thing: it's going to happen to every single team down the stretch. We know this; everybody knows this. Um, so it might be better that it happens now, which obviously is never a good thing for it to happen. But just more positivity: like we know it's going to happen to every I mean, single
0: team. It's not, I don't think it's going to happen to every single team, Andy. I, I think there will be some teams that it's make gonna it unscathed. It's going to
1: be
2: very difficult to make it all make it all I the think the through.
0: majority of teams, yes, are, are going to end up getting something at some point. But I think there will be some teams that make it unscathed. But, but you were, of course, one in the season. If you're, if you're shocked that you have a couple players that maybe test positive or have to be quarantined for a short period of time, you're crazy. If you're right. like, oh, I can't believe it's happening to us. Um, no, that's, that's ridiculous. Now, finding um, out
1: on the eve of your first game is a little heartbreaking.
0: Yeah, that kind of sucks, but at least they're not positive. If they were positive, it's a whole other ball game, man. Like that, We just don't get would,
1: games tomorrow if they're positive. That would
0: suck. Um, so, not the best news in the world, but not a heartbreaker. I mean, just a little bit of, a again, a shot to the Nads. Um, the, yeah, when I first saw it, the, the statement pop up, I was like, are you fucking kidding me? We're going to miss right. two weeks of games. Um, so, luckily, that's not the case. The sky's not falling, Andy, but not the best news in the world. Um, but – And, and
1: ho- um, hopefully, as everybody stays safe, we can mm-hmm. – Yep. Um, keep those guys quarantined, make sure they're all testing negative and safe and everybody on the team is um, not in danger. That's the most yep. important thing. Our- Roman
0: mascot suits, they'll be good in a few days. Yeah, the, the, no, big no, deal.
1: no better mask than D'Artagnan.
0: Nope, no question about that, Andy. Um, and in other news, I don't want to talk about this too long because it's just so stupid this and frustrating. fucking dumb. Um, the waiver bullshit. Obviously, Ben Stanley's waiver got denied, uh, while countless other ones that apparently are more unique are getting accepted day in and day out. Like Cegos Watermelon.
2: Fake illnesses.
1: That's a I love that,
0: but that—that's one of the best parts. Andy was how, um, just you know, outspoken the staff was. I mean, the associate athletic director, the athletic director, uh, Travis Steele, openly calling it and bullshit. All
1: the players uh, are um, out
0: there. Yeah. You know, that let Ben Ball hashtag shout at the. Free Ben Stanley. Yeah. <laughs> It's just dumb. And, and not even just for Ben Stanley. I mean, like, Nike Sabande ha- hasn't been approved. Like, a lot of good players um, have still not been approved as well. And I love, like, what Goodman's doing. I mean, I just think it's stupid. He's speaking um, out for the players. Yeah, and I love that. I love when people speak out against the big system, the big, you know, corporation, whatever the case may be, um, that's being dumb. You know, like, I, it kind of pisses me off when people will just always, like, just put their tail between their legs because, you know, they don't want to piss off, you know, the big boy. You know what I mean? Whatever. The NCAA just sucks honestly it's
1: terrible they're, they're, they're a fraudulent um corporation they are so inconsistent they're just they don't do anything to help the student athlete they just care about what's going to make them money like i guarantee if zion wanted a waiver then they would have impro- approved it immediately no matter what overnight
0: overnight uh it's dumb andy because what stinks is college basketball is so special and the NCAA is what oversees it and they just shit on it and make it so much worse. Um, it's that classic, um, uh, what's the name of the car? Some, you know, like the Bugatti or whatever the heck it is in the trailer park. You know what I mean? Um, it's awful. I mean it, it just sucks that that college basketball is shackled by the NCAA um, just making terrible decisions. And there's just no rhyme or reason. It would be one thing if there were any regulations or any, anything consistent as to why things aren't getting approved. And I think the biggest thing, Andy, that is a consistency, is whether the old – if the old school cooperates and signs off, you're good. If they don't, you're fucked, which is dumb. Because if they just have sour grapes, then they win. And who wins? Some, like, pissed-off ex-coach, like, is going to be happy that his, you know, young 20-year-old player wasn't able to play at his next school? What are we doing?
1: Like, if, if that's the way they get off, then they got some – a lot bigger things to worry about. There's miserable the kids people. kids
0: play. Let the kids play. It's such play. a shitty
1: year. We've all been miserable. Exactly. That's um, what Goodman said. And I like that, that depression, Depression's through the roof. Let the motherfuckers play. Like, let's be serious. Especially when you're already
0: handing out a free of eligibility anyway. <laughs> like, what does what it the do? Fuck?
1: You're, you're letting. You're making like three people sit out and watch, uh, watch their teams play while everybody and their mother's getting a waiver. And like, that's like getting a, a giant school and you're all going going to recess playing a bunch of basketball games, except you three people have to sit out there and watch. Mm
0: -hmm. I know. It's it's awful, bro. And I also, I mean, we're not going to talk about this way too long. I think transferring needs to be updated, just the rule on transferring. I think it's really, really, really fucking stupid. And, and Andy, there's going to be people who disagree with this. I know it would not benefit small schools if transferring was just, you know, do whatever you want. Um, I do think maybe there should be a penaliz- penalization for like a second transfer or something like something along those lines of so players aren't just going like for agency. Um, but I think one time should be good to go. Andy, and here's why coaches can do whatever the fuck they want. A coach goes into a, a player's a player's house with their mom or dad promises that kid four years. I'm going to be, you know, like a second parent to your child and he can do whatever the fuck he wants. And coaches make coaches that don't make anything low paid coaches are doing six figures. Easy high-paid coaches are doing millions. It's ridiculous to me that these coaches that make millions of dollars and just say, fuck this, it's all the, the 15 commitments they have to every single kid and their families and just go to some other school when the kids that are 18, 19, 20 that have no power have to wait a year Andy, when that's probably what they want to go professional in. And I know the NCAA says like 90% of whatever the fuck go professional, some other than sports, Ben Stanley can play professional basketball. And now he has to delay his professional career another year, which is probably about a 10th of his potential earnings. You know what I mean? You don't have a long professional career. The average professional basketball career is what five to six average years. You know what I mean? You're taking one of those years and making him sit out for no fucking reason. You know what I mean? Just to delay like for fucking what? yeah it's just dumb dude and if and greg marshall's bitch ass is making 7.7 million dollars because he punched kids and they have to buy him out it's just it's just it's fucked up andy and it pisses me the fuck off for the kids and the people that don't have power it just pisses me off when the powerful get to do whatever the fuck they want get off scot-free make eight million dollars because they're a jackass and the kids that are doing everything right get fucked over because they have no power and,
1: and what what Excuse a rant. couple things no oh, fuck your language um thank you <laughs> couple things with ben stanley specifically the learning disability specialist
0: approved. i know it's a joke dude
1: they pushed for it what's the fucking point of having the specialist if you're not going to listen to him
0: makes no goddamn (laughs) sense the case manager backed the case the case manager was that's what's so stupid the case manager said they were in favor of the waiver and the specialist said that they were in favor of the waiver. They they, they gave validation to the learning disability. So it's of just and a
1: crapshoot.
0: So what the fuck are we even doing? Why even have a case manager? Why even have a specialist?
1: Why pay them? Makes no fucking right. sense.
0: It just shows you that... It's one of those deals where it's like, yeah, we're going to act like we're doing the right thing, but we're going to do the result we want to do regardless. You know what I mean? Because right. like, the, it's like they said yes, they signed off on it, and they still said no, so why even have them? It, it just makes no sense. Um, so they were just going to say no no matter what is essentially and, what that says.
1: And as far as like um, transferring like in general, I think if you transfer after your first year, obviously it just wasn't the right fit. Like, and that happens a lot with freshmen.
0: Maybe, but there's also some kids um, that just don't have the patience. Uh, so it, it's a catch 22, but I just am not a restrictor of freedom, Andy. Like, well,
1: yeah, But I, I'm also, I also understand the fact that um, like it's bad for the small schools if it's a minor league system. So mm-hmm. I think if you transfer for your first year, wasn't the right fit. Just go, you go there, you get one free transfer. Um, and um, you don't have to sit out a year after your second year. Maybe apply for a waiver if you if it's after your third year, you're sitting out.
0: Yeah, I don't know if I necessarily agree with that. I I, I like that you're onto something there. Um, it, it's kind of tough. I I just think you gotta let the kids do there's, what they want to do. There's also
1: do, like man. coaches leaving. Like right. Uh, I I know like, transferring happens is not always the right right fit, but there are many times where um. uh this guy, this under recruited guy, this two star recruit develops yeah. into a stud, and sure. then um, the guys that developed him, they get nothing out of it.
0: Yeah, so, and and I I hear looking you on that. For the
1: small small school. I never want uh, a player to not be able to play. I do want to yeah. protect the small schools in that aspect, but I, I and the the NCAA is just complete bullshit to begin with. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I never really want to give them more power I think
0: if you care about your kids and they can do better you would want them to do better you know like why would you like what what does Zion have to gain by playing it you know Abilene Christian you know like if I was a coach Andy and I know I'm saying this and maybe in the situation it'd be different like let's say for example I had Zach Hankins and I was a division two head coach like I would want him to go do what he can do because he's not going to go pro at at, out of division two like
1: and that's exactly what his coach did
0: (laughs) right you got to let the kids go do what he can do man like it's like if you have a kid it's like yeah like you would love for them to be around all the time like you love your kid but you can't just keep them in the house all the fucking time you got to let them go do their thing you know um whatever so so i don't know so
1: that's one of the reasons i love the grad transfer rule
0: love it i'm an advocate for just letting kids play like i'm an advocate for letting kids go to the nba at high school i'm an i'm I'm an advocate for for just letting them do what they want to do i mean let, let them be free and taking a year of their life at that age is so shitty you know
1: yeah, I'm. I'm personally a supporter of the one-year free, like the one-time free transfer. Like, not you yeah. can't do what uh, Samari Curtis does and has a new school every semester. Uh, but so, like, I am. I would support a uh, a one-time transfer no matter what. Yeah. I'm also um, looking for that balance. Where yeah, I, I do think there is
0: some anybody. balance, and there's, there's maybe – there's definitely better people to brainstorm this than us, Andy, but, um, but I, I just think that, that that needs to be changed, and it's just it, a it double standard. Needs
1: some, some change because right now yeah. it's fucking stupid.
0: It's a shitty double standard. The kids that make nothing that bust their ass you know, have to wait while the coaches that make millions get to do whatever the fuck they want. Uh, Andy – Including punch them including punch them and make $8 million for it. Uh so stupid. So let's get off of that stupid waiver bullshit training because it's so frustrating because it's just, you know, you're pretty much just talking to a brick wall anyway with the NCAA. Um, Andy, more, more bad news. Man, this just keeps getting more depressing. Yeah, fuck. Uh, We'll get to better stuff in a second, I promise. Um, yeah, injury. Uh, bad injuries, Andy. Horrible, horrible, horrible injury. Is that- yeah, really – Really bad news. Um, yeah, Joe Burrow, Taurus ACL, Taurus MCL, um, will probably be out in nine to 12 months. Um, he has meniscus as well. Uh, probably missing at least nine months if things go great. Yeah, um,
1: surgery is set for December, and okay. it's going to be about a nine to 12-month recovery.
0: Is there and a reason they wait that long to do the surgery? I mean, kinda,
1: I'm not, um, not a, a lot there. of times you have to, uh, with, a, with an injury that bad, you have to rehab before. So they call it prehab. Oh. You have okay. to build up your strength around the, around the injury sure. so you can recover. God um, damn, that's a process. It's, it's horrible. It's a horrible, horrible, brutal process to go through. It sucks for the patient. It's and you like, you make all this progress just to yep. have to
0: do it right all over. Forever. Yeah. Yeah. And, but it's,
1: it's what needs to be done. It's better. It's the studies have shown it's better for the injury I mean, the process. I yeah. spent two years working in physical therapy. Like I saw it all the time. Uh-huh. Um, and. It helps, it helps the patient with a, with a much smoother recovery. He's going to be with some of the best doctors right. around, going to um, go to the best therapist they can find. Like He's going to be okay. And I know a lot of Bengals fans are concerned about his um, recovery. Like, is he going to make a full recovery? And is he going to be the same? Odds are probably not the exact same right away. He, his first few games are probably going to be rusty. Not going to be as mobile. But I do believe he's going to get – back to where he was he's young you don't think there's any long term if
0: like you think within you know a few months of getting back in playing shape you don't think he's a different player
1: i don't think he's a completely different player we've seen uh guys come back from horrible injuries and like deshaun watson had a brutal injury and he's balling yeah. tom brady yeah. tore his acl uh you
0: just never know an injury that bad right i do you can know. say for sure i'm just yeah.
1: saying like let's not freak out the we likelihood we just yeah. don't know it's, but um, it is
0: very, very bad news. I mean, your whole franchise is down for almost a year. Uh, yeah, he's he's the entire source of hope for that whole franchise. He
1: he is the franchise right now. He was the team captain. The players rallied around him. You saw yep. you saw the deflation in the entire team. Oh my that god, they were done. Like they were Everybody dead. just gave up.
0: Yeah, they were completely done. So it, and it's tough. And then you have Ryan Finley, who's a nightmare, and it's like, just, he's an insult to garbage. Yeah, it, it's bad news. So uh, hopefully you can at least. And it stinks because you wanted to get that uh, chemistry with like T. Higgins and the young receiving core and, and all that kind of stuff. But, and Andy, but moving on, what do you think the validity is of people upset with the Bengals organization?
1: I, I think there's plenty of uh, reason to be upset. There were obvi- like, I'm, I'm irate. I'm very frustrated with the Bengals organization. You just got to point your fingers at the right people. I have sure. seen people come at Zach Taylor's head for calling a pass player. Yeah, on that, that stuff's play. been crazy. That's just fucking
0: yeah. stupid. That's dumb.
1: Use yeah. your goddamn head, please. I'm about to get. I'm. Mean, I, I was very angry at people yesterday. I'm about to get re angry.
0: I know. Yeah, I know. Like, I saw you going off.
1: Oh my god! Stop. Use your fucking head.
0: Like, there was a point where the post game stuff is getting way too dissected.
1: It is like his pressers. Like, they're horrible to watch. Like, but you're taking too much stock in a fucking presser. He's not gonna berate people publicly that shit doesn't work anymore this is not the 1970s 1980s like the, t- the tough guy look does not work anymore people don't respond that way no. he's not gonna berate anybody he's not gonna throw anybody on the bus to the fucking media who's a snake anyway right? so get that shit out of your head it's not gonna happen i know you want him to fucking go off on the offensive line in front of everybody i know you want him to go off on jim turner and lou arinamo in front of everybody it's not going to happen it just kills team morale that's not the way he is now yeah he needs I, to I fire think, those two for
2: sure
0: i think those part need of it gone. is i think part of what he said i don't think you can have like everyone's mad that he was like had the next man nut mentality and it's like what? what are you supposed to tell the guys in the locker room like right. let's just give up the season yeah, we're you know? fucked like like yeah like yeah, know i know that fucked. yeah we know that <laughs> <laughs> But it's like, what are you supposed to tell Ryan Finley? Like, you know what I mean? Like, he's he has to play next hey, Just next so Sunday. you know,
1: no one here believes in you. Just like,
0: <laughs> Yeah, like, go back there and take all these hits from that shitty offensive line, but also we don't give a fuck about you anyway. You know, Ryan, like...
1: You're not, you're not important to anybody here.
0: I thought that was kind of dumb. I mean, it is huge. And in my opinion, um, there was a chance that doesn't happen, and then there's a chance that you don't get screamed at by the whole fan base that you're a joke. Um, but you made the odds of that go through the roof by just letting them play in traffic and having them drop back 45 times a game.
1: And, uh, I mean, here's my thinking about that. The way the Bengals move the ball is passing the ball. You get the ball in your best player's hands. Our best player is not Giovanni Bernard. It's not. No. Uh, Our best player, we are better with Joe when Joe Burrow is controlling the game, not when Michael Jordan is controlling the game. Now, in this case, Michael Jordan did control the game. He gave up the sack. But... Like, that was good. You are,
0: like, but at you the need, same time, know, don't you think the there's? You need don't to you think the there's ball. something to be said though about giving a rookie forty passes a game with the worst offensive line and and, and football? I, I think there should be something said about you know preserving preserving him. You know what I mean?
1: Um, Joe Burr is a winner. That's all I'm is. gonna say. Joe Burr is a winner. He's never going. He's going to want to do what is best for the team to win. He doesn't. He's not there to protect himself.
0: I hear you on that, Andy, and, and like we saw that on the on the, uh, the documentary about Michael Jordan and all that. Like you can't ease that kind of guy back that much. But at the same time, you've got to preserve him a little bit, man. You threw so, him in there with the horrible offensive line. We're playing a pretty tough schedule in the AFC North. It, I said we about the Bengals. My life is over. Um, but I still want to see him win. I, I mean, the Bengals have broken my heart and to the point I don't really care about him that much anymore, but I still would like to see them win. So, um, and, I, and I love Joe Burrow. Uh, but at the same time, though – you gotta give the kid a chance, man. I I, I kind of like compared it to the equivalent of like bouncing on one leg on an exercise ball with a three hundred pound barbell on your back. Like, he could do it, but the chances are probably not.
1: See, and I honestly don't know what you tell Joe Burrow in that situation. Like Joe, if you're Burrow trying to like ease him, back,
0: ease him up a little bit.
1: And he he doesn't uh, hey, want it. Hey, he you're a
0: rookie. Want it. You're a rookie in your first year. We're not going to win anything big this year anyway. We're already two and seven.
1: He doesn't want to. He does like, not want to sit there and watch Ryan Finley play quarterback. The game
0: is over. The uh. game is already over. We have nothing to gain in this game. Live to fight another day.
1: But the thing is, in that game, we did. We did. were In that game, you're right.
0: But there were games in the past where it was six minutes left, down three touchdowns. You don't need Joe Burrow going back there with, you know, no blocking. You just don't. It doesn't do you any good in that moment.
1: So like here's here's my point about exactly what we're talking about. Why the fuck is the front office not acknowledging that over offensive line in of the off season? That's where it all lies. That's where that's where the blame lies right there. Joe right. Burrow that's got hurt blame. because Duke Tobin, Troy Blackburn, Katie Blackburn and Mike Brown did not get him protection. This is not on Zach Taylor. Zach Taylor actually improved the offensive line. Right. Believe it or not.
0: It's not on Zach Taylor.
1: No. The people who are out there for Zach Taylor's head, you can be pissed at his presser comments all you want. That's just fucking stupid. Do not get pissed that he called a pass play on third and two. That's just fucking dumb. We move the ball. We need a first down here. We move the ball by passing. We are not sending – like, people are saying that we can't um, – we, we can't drop back 40 times with that offensive line. We can't run the ball with that offensive line. Like, right, you can't do anything. I don't know what the fuck you want them to do. We, the only way we move the ball is, is – Quick passes. We cannot run little Giovanni Bernard in between the tackles on third and two. We, Like, we need a first down there. The best bet is passing the ball, and that's what we did. Mm-hmm. So, hundred
0: yeah, percent.
1: miss me with all that bullshit.
0: Yeah, I, if, it, if it was me and Joe Burr was in my hands and I'm running the franchise, and I also hear you, too, if you're Zach Taylor, because the, the dumb thing about coaching in professional sports is you don't win right away. You get fired. Yeah, you're, when you're the fall guy when you're working with a, a, a franchise that needs to be building for the future anyway. Um, so you need to be going out there and winning games, but by doing that, you might be hurting the longevity of the franchise by, uh, by essentially compromising Joe Burrow. Um, so if it was me and you know, you're giving the coach a chance to have a, a future um, I'm telling Joe, if we're in a game that we can't win, it's the fourth quarter, I don't need you playing. You need to live the fight. Another day. You have the worst offensive line in football. You're taking all these hits. You're a rookie. You haven't made it to a full NFL season yet. Let's live to fight another day because you are the future of this franchise.
1: And, and my, my thinking is you do whatever you can to make Joe. Joe Burrow Let's happy. give
0: Giovanni Bernard the ball an extra five, 10, 10 times a, a game to give Joe Burrow a fighting chance of staying alive. That, that would be me. But uh, uh, we, the Brown family runs this show and that's why I don't really, you know, I'm not going to care about them until they're under uh, ownership that has a chance. Um, are you done with the Bengals?
1: Yeah. Before I start getting pissed again yeah we I
0: like, move the, like get on good I was, news, a, I was in a
1: group I was in a group chat with my friends last night and it was bru- like we yeah. were going at each other about it. I'm the only one that does not blame Zach Taylor for all this shit
0: I think that's so stupid like I don't I don't understand what he was supposed to do I mean the coach doesn't control what personnel he's, he's not he's the given. GM yeah so I, I think that's dumb I think he's been fine I, I don't think he's like Savior or anything, but I think I don't think he's to blame for this. My my Um, thing with
1: Zach Taylor is we just do not know yet. We are not. We have not seen enough to make a decision. So let's just ride it out. And he's, if he doesn't fire Jim Turner and Lou Aranama, then yeah, can him because we need to get rid of those two. Uh, uh, in one way or another, if he won't do it, then you got to remove him. But as far as him as a coach, he's done better. He's improved, and he's still learning. Um. And whether you like his comments or not, yeah, he needs—he definitely needs to communicate better with his veterans because that's been a shit show. But to fire a guy with when he has the worst roster we've had in quite a while, and yeah, yeah no shit, he's not winning
0: games. what's he supposed <laughs> to do? What's he supposed to do? But it—but it is a, a franchise with, at least from a personnel perspective, a really good future, uh, and you've got a lot of fantastic yeah. building blocks. So we, um, we have—we
1: have a good core of young guys who. Need to yeah, you just can't you expect,
0: can't Defense expect him history. to win. I just think that if you're looking at his decision making and you believe in that and you believe in in the future, um, and you believe he has the right guys in place, uh, then I think you move forward. But it's it's kind of like the Travis Steele effect in some ways. It's like he, he's in a program that's building. You got to give him a chance to to get his culture going. Um, and it's it's different, but it's, it's a little bit similar in that regard from a situational perspective. Um, you good on the Bengals? Yeah, you good let's, on? Let's, yeah, let's I go. say we get, get on to good news. It's this is a good day, Andy. It's Blackout Wednesday, Thanksgiving's tomorrow, college, it's College Basketball Day. It's international, let's celebrate College Basketball Day, Andy. Um, so, before we do that, let's celebrate some college football, Andy, because BCS rankings came out.
1: And so, the college football playoff rankings officially dropped, and... I'm happy. It's, it's exciting, because like it's the first, like we only have a few ga- few games left, and it's the first one, all right, this is exactly what the committee thinks you are. Like You know where you stand How many with games them? left
0: does each team have about... Three or four? Or five. Um, maybe. Most maybe teams have three. played like seven or eight games. I think, I think I maybe like. three. Yeah. Okay. Wow. I didn't maybe know it came we out do, that maybe late. Maybe three, yeah. Okay. Yeah, but why don't you hit, hit us with the top well, six? They, they, and we'll they, they, they it moved tomorrow.
1: it later this year. It's typically like week six, I, thought. I think. They moved I thought it later this it was year a lot because early. many okay. teams got off to a late start. Okay. Um, So we have – and this is in order. This is in order. I will repeat, this is in order. Alabama's at one. Your Notre Dame Fighting Irish are at two.
0: <laughs> Corona spreaders.
1: The Clemson Tigers are at three.
0: That's kind of crazy.
1: Some team in Flavortown is at four. The Florida Gators yeah, that's are a high five. <laughs> oh, yeah, Fl- Columbus is Flavortown, for anybody yeah. that's, that's listening. Uh, and <laughs> five is the Florida Gators. And then rounding out the people that matter, Texas A&M.
0: It's kind of wild the A&M got six.
1: Yeah, they did. Um, and, a couple yeah, one-loss
0: one one, one teams in front of some undefeated teams.
1: Which is wild because Texas ain't and beat Florida. But Florida's in front. But Florida's yeah. just looked straight up better the past few weeks. Yeah, And sure. that is all the teams that have a chance, have a single lick of chance. No one else does. Not a single. Andy? Outside of Coastal Carolina, no one else.
0: <laughs> that is completely factual. No agenda. No, No anything there. No bias. Andy, do you think any of those top four teams are going to lose? Um, to, if you had to guess not each other, no. Okay, okay. No,
1: I think uh, that, I if, think that's top four. I think it's been the top, the obvious top four for a while. If now. one
0: of them did lose to each other before the season was over, what would happen?
1: So before, like, like are you talking? Out? Are we talking about uh, um, conference championship?
0: Yeah, let's say it was conference championship, and one of those four, or, or I any mean, of them can play. In the, wait, they're they're all different conferences actually. Or no, um, ACC. Notre Dame, Notre Dame play and Clemson. Clemson. Yep. If if one of those beats the other, either situation, would they get bounced out? Do you think?
1: So if Notre Dame beats Clemson, then Clemson's out. Florida's in. If the, okay. If, if Florida wins out,
0: the other um, way around, Notre Dame's probably still good. If they're if, undefeated by them.
1: If um Clemson, if Notre Dame wins out but loses the ACC championship to Clemson and it's they're a close a game,
4: they probably
1: fine. then I see them be um, sliding, sliding out of that number four spot. You, do. you, you don't think
0: they make the playoff? Oh, you know, you, you, you think they go four. down to four. Yeah, but not not worse than four. I think so. Right. Yeah,
1: right. sliding down to the four spot. Yeah. So I, I think they make the playoff. Now, if if Clemson beats Notre Dame in the ACC championship and Florida beats Alabama in the SEC championship, Florida slides in. Now. Alabama slides down to two. So there's two SEC teams, and Notre Dame falls out.
0: Okay, I think you're probably right there. Is there any – this is what I think a lot of our people will care about, Andy. Is there any way UC makes that thing?
1: Not a fucking chance.
0: Really? There has to be absolute chaos. I think one of those top four would have to lose to, like, a really bad team. Because even, like, a one-loss Alabama, a one-loss Notre Dame, I think all makes it in front of them.
1: Yes, I think they are – a one-loss Notre Dame is better than an undefeated university of cincinnati A those alabama would kick the shit out of university of cincinnati um so unless there's just absolute wild chaos um like ohio state loses and
0: then uh it would uh, be wild just to see what they would do if one of those teams loses one game depending on who the matchup would be i'm interested to see how far that would push them back yeah, like and if they, they can make up the ground and maybe come – let's say, like, Ohio State loses, like, you know, they've had some bad losses in the past. Let's say they lose to, like, a bottom bottom, uh, bottom half Big Ten team and then go under Cincinnati, but then, like, get some big wins and then climb back over them. Like, see, I can't even thing. imagine.
1: I don't think there's opportunity for big wins. Their their, their schedule's extremely weak from, from now on. Oh, for on.
0: Ohio State? Mm-hmm. Okay, yep, but maybe are. insert, like, Clemson there or, or something along that, that variety. It'd um, be
1: really interesting. To, um, so if, that was, if that's, C- that's, like, Clemson. my dream
0: scenario. <laughs> like, UC getting in the, in the Final Four or at least looking like it and then one of them, like, passing them back up or whatever.
1: That would be hysterical.
0: <laughs> That'd be good. I, I,
1: I'd be rooting really <laughs> so hard for that. Um,
0: but we'll see. I mean, it's just, like, I get where UC's coming from. They're undefeated and they're good. But it's, like, have they, have they even beaten a top 25 team?
1: Yeah, they, they actually kicked the shit out of, out of SMU. I mean, they they Well, what's SMU some, ranked, though? They were 22 at the time.
0: Okay, but that's not even, like, a real game. Like, let's call it – we know this, Andy. All the real college football teams, like, the real, like, contenders are all in the top 10. And,
1: uh, if you – even if you start in the top 25, unless you're uh, – you still are a long shot to Like, 20 the or under,
0: yeah. Like, I don't know, Andy. It, it's, like, the equivalent of – like, in college basketball, it's, like, the top – like they call the real contenders that actually have a chance of winning the championship, like the top like 15, you know, in college yeah. football, what is it like the top like four, five, six. If so you're not in the if, top if you're, 10, you're if your probably your best don't. win is a number 22 team in the country, like you're not putting yourself in a position. Like you, ha- you don't have any kind of a resume to, because all those top teams are beating other top 10 teams. All the teams in the top four are beating really, really good teams.
1: Right. Like, I mean, um, Clemson only lost is the number two team in the country. Yeah. Um, Florida's only lost the number six team in the country uh, and they, and does and you then see they even have, have a, a
0: game that they could hold their hat on for the rest of the season? That was nope. probably the best team they play is in the American.
1: Yeah. The, I mean, they've played nothing like their best non-conference game was army. I mean, I, I would Austin argue P. that's not
0: even really giving yourself a chance unless it's you're not, just, no. unless you're just banking on, you know, unless you just want to take the route of, Hey, let's try and go undefeated and just hope that one of these guys just fumbles the bag. You know, which is, I, I'd say, not to no chance. It's uh, possible, but I don't think it's very likely at all.
1: No, because, I mean, the, they take, they do take strength of schedule into consideration. Oh, it's huge. Yeah, uh, of course.
0: Of course you'd have a one-loss team that's two-team in the country and has three wins over top ten teams over a team that's just gone undefeated and beaten one top-25 team. Come on. Right. And, that's
1: obvious. and that, That's one thing that where that shitty conference is going to hold them back yet again. And I think we saw that but with is CYU. it holding them back,
0: though? Because if they were in a real conference, they'd be getting shit-canned.
1: It is holding them back the in the sense that lose four uh, games. it's it's because the simple fact that we just don't know.
0: Do you think they're a better football team than Kentucky?
1: Than Kentucky? Yes. By a lot? Yeah. Kentucky sucks, dude. Do they? They, like, they are the most confusing team in college football. Right. Like, they.
0: But if UC was playing Kentucky, they how much of a
1: If UC was playing Kentucky. Yeah. I'd say they're about a seven and a half point
0: favorite. Okay, but it'd be interesting. You can't tell me that they be like game. almost almost any top half SEC team. I'm not saying they'd be favored, but
1: they'd would be a game.
0: At least, and the top four SEC teams would all be favored. I would
2: think.
1: Oh, oh, for sure. Um, Easily by a lot. Um, right, Alabama, um, Texas, so and Florida.
0: Right. Uh, so, in one respect, part of me feels bad. In a way, I mean, I never feel bad for see fans, but like, part of me is like, okay, yeah, you went undefeated, you should have a chance, but you really didn't give yourself a chance with the schedule that you had.
1: And this year, I know it's a weird it's year exactly too. Not exactly their fault, that, yeah, but for sure, it's just the simple fact but, that you don't <laughs> but play with beaten
0: the like, teams anyway.
1: Right? Like we saw, we saw what happened. Now, if last year they gave Ohio State a game, then yeah, yeah we might be having There's a conversation. About. But they, the one time they played a top, like a top program the country they got destroyed. shit on absolutely they embarrassed runoff they, they never yeah. had a chance
0: they didn't even score no no they
1: didn't right. and it didn't, was didn't even
0: score win. gave out 40 plus uh yeah not a chance um so yeah so good VCS. uh where are where did our clears come up chanta clears. sorry i'm learning the, i'm learning their culture here
1: <laughs>
0: Were That's they in the top of the
1: clears i'm
0: actually gonna yeah, we, we need to find out because this is what this is what really matters. I mean, the top six is important, but this is what really, really matters. Andy's looking it up here real quick. I'm checking my my DMs because uh, everyone's in my shit right now about Xavier and Corona. Dude, I get tagged in so much shit I don't care about. <laughs> oh, my so God. I don't care about. UConn new uniforms, five at CapEx 15s. I don't give a shit about UConn's new uniforms. Especially not their women's uniforms. <laughs> While Andy's doing that, we will have our mailbag next. Andy, we always got to give people All answers. Right. Give out, give out games. Looks for free. like Coastal
1: Carolina came in at sixteen.
0: Ah, right outside top fifteen.
1: Right. Uh, oh wait, no, twenty. Okay, Number twenty.
0: If they, if you see loses and the ch- the shots find a way to climb them, I don't know what I'm gonna do, but I might have to get like a teal tattoo. <laughs> Teal
1: Nation, baby, Teal Nation.
0: Yeah, I might have to. Andy, that's awesome stuff. Thanks for giving us a a Shant update. Always necessary. That, that's, why, th- that's
1: why the people are here.
0: I think we are clear on sports, Andy. Obviously, just college basketball is running through our veins. We're horny as shit. I don't have anything else unless you do. I'm down to open up a mailbox. Ba- I think I was gonna say mailbox and mailbag, and it came out as mailbag. Let's open mailbag. up a mailbag. You
1: know what the mailbag it is. It mailbag. Is officially it. the mailbag from now on. <laughs> Fuck.
0: Those fuckers are going to have a field day with (laughs) Milvon. All right. Well, I think we have about six tonight.
1: I believe so. Yes. And we'll start out with the goat.
0: Well, six is the number that matters.
1: Yeah. The six are the only ones that matter. Then it's always about the top six. Yeah. hundred percent. If you're seventh, then you know what? You suck.
0: Right. hundred (laughs) percent. What do we got? All
1: right. From Cranjus, we got a twist on a classic.
0: We got. Just call us the Cranjus basketball segment.
1: Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. you probably should. Uh, yeah. A twist on a classic: defund, marry, kill. I
2: love it.
1: <laughs> Greg Gaga, Marshall, <laughs> the NCAA, or the Bengals front office.
2: Oh
0: God. And, um, I have to marry one of
2: them. And
1: I am. God, it's
0: bad. All
1: right, so I'm killing. I'm killing Greg Marshall. You know what, fuck him. Yeah. He's just a complete sociopath. Yeah. I am going to defund the Bengals front office because oh. they just take my money and never give me happiness. I'm committing long term to the NCAA because I'm just that addicted to college sports. Like, I don't yeah, know what I do I without th- the NCAA.
0: I think I'm in agreement there. It's rough. Here's my thought process, Andy. If I marry them, that means that I get to make decisions too. I'm married into it. So my hope is that I can like, you know, skin the belly of the beast from the inside. You know, that's my hope. Maybe destroy
1: it from the inside.
0: Yeah. Maybe maybe get a divorce. Yeah. Get a divorce. Get You know, they they didn't sign a prenup and I get half of the NCAA. yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then we'll take them to court and I'll put my, you know, my kids in court and say, Hey, you know, Come to Dad's house, you know that kind of deal. So um, I'll give you waivers. Yeah. yeah, I have a master plan. In there, so hopefully I can just kind of like, yeah, skin that belly from the inside. Like that question. Tough call though. I didn't want to marry anyone.
1: Not, I'm not gonna. It's not gonna be a happy
0: marriage. That's for sure.
1: And it's gonna be. It's gonna end in divorce easily. Yeah, and no I think question. that's the whole. That's the whole
0: motive. Yeah, but or but that's part yours. of the plan. Yeah, no question for sure. <laughs> what do we got next? Thank you, Cranch.
1: This is from our boy Coop heard of? Him. What inanimate object does Andy most resemble?
0: <laughs> that is a good freaking question. Um, that is awesome. Uh, it, it, it you kind of look like a Ken doll in a way, especially with the haircut. Oh
1: man, that's a that's a compliment.
2: Where yeah, you at, I Barbie? Well, what you well, doing, neck, girl?
0: Ne- neck up, neck up. Well, and the crotal regions. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to say dump truck. I'm going to say dump truck. It's your spirit animal.
1: Uh, dump truck's my spirit animal? Yeah. Wow. Uh, your spirit <laughs>
0: truck. What do you think? You have to do one for yourself. You got to know your scouting report. All
1: right. So I would probably...
0: Um. It's a tough call. Tough to do it for yourself. I don't know what I would said,
1: say. I, mean, I might just go... I might go with a stick with a little nub at the bottom.
0: Sure. Down yeah. for a nub. Yeah. <laughs> Coop at the fire, per usual.
1: Oh, i making us think.
0: <laughs> I know, I know. I'm, it's too late to use my brain. What do we got next? Wait,
1: under this Gosh. tweet, we have Dennis just put a picture of the personnel update.
0: Wait, what? What's I'm happening? Not answering that. Okay, yeah, I yeah. Fuck that. Let's go.
1: Uh, this one's from Old Man Larry. If you could have one superpower and one superpower only, what would it be?
0: That's a good question. Um, you want to answer first? Do you have one?
1: Yeah, it's an easy one. Yeah, go for it. The ability to understand women.
0: Okay. Yeah. I think my life just – I don't know if I want another answer to those questions, to be honest with you. Um it's cliche andy but like i'm gonna be completely honest with you i would pick invisibility like you know how nice it is just not have to deal with anybody you know what i mean like if i could just be by myself and not have to deal with anybody the second i want to i would take that in a heartbeat just so many benefits there
1: that it's just so beautiful
0: I thought about like flight, for example, but it's like then you would be like the freak, and people would like track you down and probably like shoot you or something. And, you know, and like, rides,
1: places. Yeah,
0: and then you'd be like some like fucking like like in Ted when he like became like a national icon. You'd be like an icon, the guy that can fucking fly. Right. Unless you could, be, so unless I attention. could fly and be invisible, it would be a different oh. story. Um, that'd be dope. But it's only one superpower only. Off the top of my head, my brain being super tired, I'm gonna say invisibility. I think there's a lot of uh, a lot of practical use there. You can like.
1: You can go anywhere you want and you can listen to what people say about you when they're not around. Like, oh, you dude, should, you should hear what the players say about you. You can find that. <laughs> you can
0: find out. Be a fly on the wall, dude. I wouldn't have any trouble getting into CentOS. I watch as many games as I want. I can stream what I want. Dude, yeah. But, if you're, but here's the invisible rules, though, Andy. Is what you're holding invisible? Like, would my phone be invisible or is it just like a floating phone? You got to think about that kind of stuff.
1: I'm trying to think of the cloak in Harry Potter.
0: Yeah, that's a good question. I think if it goes under the cloak, you should be fine. Yeah. I would think. Yeah, okay, yeah, we'll go with that. Yeah, dude, I for, I even forgot about the Xavier benefit. I could just go to as many Xavier games as I fucking wanted.
1: All right. So we have, what team will give Xavier their first loss this year other than the powerhouse known as Bradley?
0: Obviously, we're taking a huge L to Bradley. Oh, uh, that's a good question. Um. I'd say – um, I think we lose at Providence. What about you?
1: I think it's an invalid question because we're going 34-0.
0: <laughs> That's a strategy. Um,
1: so the question, yeah. like, it does not uh, have an answer.
0: I think. I actually, I think we lose to Oklahoma. I think we beat Cincinnati and then we lose to Oklahoma on a turnaround. Yeah, we'll probably have a little bit of a cross. Now, a, ni- a, a nice fun fact here. We play on the sixth against Cincinnati, then the ninth against Oklahoma. There we go. Nice, yes. but also a short turnaround for the cross-town shootout.
1: Oh, oh, it's short, all right.
0: Very – everyone knows that. So, I'm going to say Oklahoma would be my guess.
1: And if I'm being serious, I think – um I do think Providence gets us. Uh, I think mm. that's going to be a little I too much. I think we probably lose like Providence
0: if, too, but it's on the road.
1: And um, – Oklahoma we will be a, a tough t- time, will yeah. be a tough one. If
0: They're supposed to be pretty good, we're I not
1: think. we're not gonna beat all three of our let's see, our, our first three like real big ones are UC Oklahoma Providence. Oklahoma, Providence. We don't win all three of those.
0: No. And then we got Seton Hall after that. I mean, yeah. <laughs> there's no way you're getting through that stretch on skates for sure.
1: No, so yeah, we're we're definitely gonna take a loss throughout there, but we're gonna we're gonna bounce back. So my guess is Oklahoma. I'm I'm gonna say Providence.
0: Running the shootout, baby easy Easy. if if one of those is our first loss though I'm doing just fine yeah
1: we're having ourselves a good season
0: I'm doing just fine what else we got
1: all right and final one Pat (laughs) my man what are you in Cincinnati and what are you in New York on a scale of gold star (laughs) to skyline and street dogs and cheesecake
0: that is a tough scale um i'd say i'm like a cincy you know what i'll base off new york i'm like a new york 6.9 probably like a cincy 7.5 6.9 then 7.5 right okay Um, i was going 100 point scale
1: right yeah obviously um we should probably put you at about
0: i can tell you i was like a five barbecue sandwich San Diego sucked. Standards go through the fucking roof.
1: Yeah, man. Couldn't Tough be me. I would, not, I would not survive out there.
0: Dude, just models everywhere, bro. Tough sledding on both sides. Well, <laughs> actually, it kind of helps because, like, just when it's like, you know, a, a large wave raises all boats, it's kind of like, well, if everyone's hot, it's like, I mean, someone's got to settle down. You know what I mean? Right. Like, someone's like, someone's got to go low.
1: <laughs> someone's got to lower their standards.
0: Right, exactly. Someone's got to have to. Um,
1: no I, I would call myself and probably
0: from one to dump trunk you're definitely dump truck
1: and <laughs> i I'm gonna go three point six Cincinnati one point seven New York
0: that sounds about right and, sounds about right
1: uh, inches, right
0: well that that's that was the impression I was under yeah that's okay oh i thought centimeters actually andy <laughs> well played I, th- I think that you've shown you know your own scouting report which is huge andy another successful week let's go to sleep so you can watch some basketball tomorrow or at least try to sleep
1: i'm not sleeping are you kidding me I am I'm, gonna I'm gonna go play some NCAA basketball 10 after this that's like, great <laughs> because the coastal carolina Dude, how's, that shot been, to clear his... how's that
0: wait how's that been going because i need a quick update
1: Alright, so right now the um Dennis Stewart has led the Coastal Carolina Chanticleers um to a four and four start. Um do you play it's, it's season one? Season one, yes.
0: Do you play every game?
1: Play every single game. I did yeah. twelve. You guys are pass. crazy to
0: play every single game. I'm a I'm a big sim guy. I picked two or three big big games on the schedule and I'm a simmer.
1: It's Coastal Carolina. Everyone's a big game. Um <laughs> true. Uh, fun fact, um Hampton, I tried to schedule them. They were too intimidated. They specifically said right. our our roster was too loaded, and they won't play us. So, Hampton is just frauds. They they, they act tough, but are afraid of everybody. Um, I have played one Power 5 team that was Iowa, and it was ended up being a 15-point loss. Okay. And the worst loss was a 30-point loss to, Mich- to Wichita State.
0: Hmm. Is that yeah. what you want to see.
1: No, no. I did uh, – um,
0: The Greg Marshalls, Wichita State? Yeah. Dude. He
1: he knocked me out.
0: You lost to the punch-outs, man. It, That's a tough L. It, all right, well, keep us updated and keep keep it going in the right direction, all right? It's all about growth.
1: It, I, it's, we're, we're building. We've won, won two in a row. So, having like, – we're on, we're on the upswing. We're shooting the ball really well. Um, just over the past couple of games, shot 50% from three. Um, the bigs are, the bigs are kind of figuring themselves out. It was typically was a guard. off. was recruiting. Going? Offense. Recruiting. I'm in line for a couple three stars and we're in, okay, in a that's, position that's a, to, that's a good step. Yeah. It, it, it'll be huge. Um, six one of them seven so. foot three is,
0: that, is six, is it six star um, the max in that game or five? Yes. Yeah. I believe, okay, I believe I thought it was a
1: six. six star caliber. Yeah. Um, so yeah, they, 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 do that. Um, no, no five year prospect, but that'll build, um, and most recently I knocked off come lips, come on lips um, okay. with a buzzer beater three.
0: All right. Uh, you've been listening to the roll off podcast. <laughs> uh, Andy, I think we'll call it there. <laughs> um, roll Just kidding. Everyone have a good week. Have a good uh, thing. Stuff. Insert correct words here, Andy. Beginnings of thanks. Beginnings of thanks. Have a good, have a good uh, blackout Wednesday. Get drunk as shit. Wake up. Eat some turkey. Cure that hangover. Watch more hoops. Then wake up again, watch more hoops, stuff this fuck, uh, make turkey sandwiches, all the fun stuff. Hopefully Real get quick, some family time. One more thing. Go.
1: Broken Anchor dropped the horny shirts today. How do we not talk about Ooh, this? Oh,
0: good call. The horny this is shirt Our compliance guy over here. Thank you.
1: Horny Biggie's Twitter. We have merch for you.
0: Even every Georgetown. single school,
1: even Georgetown, every school has a shirt for them. There, there were there are eleven different designs. Um, one says Hbet. One says Horny Big East Twitter. They're all in every school's colors, and you can get them thirty one percent off with the promo code <laughs> RBP. And let's do some quick math for all the people that love math. What's one hundred minus thirty one? I'm talking
0: to you, Larry. I think it's sixty nine, if I'm not mistaken. One less than seventy. I'm pretty sure. Is
1: it? Is it sixty
0: nine? Per sources. You're only paying 69% of a horny T-shirt. What else needs to be said? I'm going I'm Christmas gonna, shopping uh, tomorrow, Andy. And
1: I, like, like, you got, like, we got Christmas coming up. Like, like you're, everybody's about to do some great <laughs> online shopping. What better gift for your significant other, your mother, your grandmother, than a horny Big East biggies? <laughs> Into Paul's colors that you bought for sixty nine percent of the sales price. What can be better? Literally, can't Merry Christmas, that. Mama.
0: We're here for you. We're horny for you. All the things have coitus in your horny Big East Twitter sweatshirt. Send us a picture. Just kidding, but seriously, send us a picture. Us a picture. Yes. <laughs> yes.
1: Promo code <laughs> so RBP.
0: I, promo code RBP. Buy the shirts. Print the shirts. Do the stuff with the shirts. Uh, all the things in the shirts, have quotes in the shirts. Andy, thank you for that. Um, we will do what we can for you guys for our podcast for the end of the week here. Um, we're both going to be with family. I haven't seen my family, Andy, in a few months, um, but I'll be seeing them this Thursday, Friday. So we're going to do what we can to record. Um, we're going to meet my girlfriends and stuff. So going to be kind of tough to record there. We'll, we'll get you another podcast before the week's out. We'll It'll
1: see. be either Friday or Saturday that we'll keep you updated on that. We're going to discuss what's best for our schedules. because Might have to use the car studio, families. but we'll do what we can. Yeah, we'll, we'll figure something
0: out. We got, we got the mobile roll plop, you know, studio. So we got we basketball have to back. We got to talk about it. We're going to have to talk about it. There's, there's going to be no way around it. I might have to go in my car at midnight and on Thursday, Friday night and do this bad boy. But we're going to get to it. But enjoy hoops. We're back. Uh, life is good.
2: Roll even, even
0: just for a moment.
2: <laughs>
0: Bye, everybody. <laughs>